Welcome to IFNZ Podcast, where hot dog heaven used to be a thing in Ducoin, Illinois. Twice. <laughs> you like what you hear? Check us out on our website, ifnzpodcast.com. As well as our Facebook page, facebook.com slash ifnzpodcast. Please be sure to like, subscribe, and leave a review for the show. It really helps us out. And as always, enjoy the show again. I, I don't know. When it's a nice day, maybe it's summer, maybe a holiday, maybe fourth of July, maybe those rings will be just came out and your love will let them live. The IFNZ Podcast. Now starring Shat Schubert. Justin Harris. Episode 97. That's how it goes. Yeah. Um, so we got a lot of news, and I'm sure we'll talk about um, some news. console things. No. You don't want to talk about consoles? I don't things. want to talk about anything about the consoles. And I'm sure that we'll talk about food. I don't want to talk about Kingdom Hearts. I don't want to talk about consoles. <laughs> I definitely do not want to talk about Horizon. I don't want to talk about Miles Morales. I don't want to talk about uh, Wendy's Baconators. Uh, I don't... <laughs> These are things I don't want to talk about. No, not at all. Um, <laughs> let me combine all of it together, though, okay. and uh, just say that we've got a new player in the game of consoles. Oh, is it Google again? <laughs> no. Is it Sega? They coming back? It's Kentucky Fried Chicken. What? They're, we're going to release the KF console. Mm-hmm. So the new new. They are. Uh, they just wanting to get involved. They they feel a little left out. So uh, KFC is showing off their console, um, and they're just wanting to let you know that uh, it's a great gaming thing. Plus, it's got a place <laughs> to store your chicken. Yes, it's a, it's a nice kind of round. Uh, it kind of looks like a bucket with a disc drive in the front. Yes, um, it looks great, man. I don't, I don't know. It looks like it's going to do all the things the other ones do, but provide chicken. Also, you think it'll run 4K? I, it's going to run 8K. 8K? Yeah, eight oh, yeah. kernels. Eight kernels. <laughs> <laughs> this is an eight kernel system here. 120 <laughs> fried. Uh, I don't know what FPS could stand for. Fried instead of for frames per second. Fried per second. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Buckethead, like look like bucket. Player? It looked like him okay. for a second because I scrolled down and I saw a smiley face. Yes, uh, no, but for real, uh, they're not. It was a joke. It was a joke, but it, it does look cool conceptually. I mean, mm-hmm. it looks. I mean, it's not any goofier than the PS5 or the Xbox Series X. Yeah, so. absolutely. For Rizzle, which we'll get into in a little bit. But first, what food news? Food news. <laughs> What you got on the food news? How, it's been a I, I hear on the street that it's a it's a hot food week. Uh, in more ways than one, Ooh. one would say, because uh, we got those new Cheetos flaming hot pepper puffs. I heard about these coming out on the market. Hottest ever product in the Frito Olay portfolio. Wow. In the United wow. States, out around, around. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, they can be found at Walmart. Uh, any of your local eateries can go pick them up now. Nice. Yes, that's cool. Um, do you do you venture down the hot road often? Are you a are you a spicy fan? I used to until uh, 
I took a, a fucking arrow to the stomach and <laughs> now I can't do anything. No, ever since the whole gastritis, everything it's, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty bad. So I yeah. can't really do much hot of anything other than like, you know, whenever you go to a place and you're just like, oh, I'm going to put a little bit of hot sauce on my eggs or something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or what's the, the one with the wooden top? What's that one called? Red peppers. No, the, the hot sauce that has the wood top. Oh, uh, it's, Tabasco? It's, it's, no. Cholula. Cholula. That's it. Yes. I'll get that. Put a little Cholula on there. You put a yeah. little Cholula on your eggs? Yeah, I like hot sauce you on like eggs. like hot, yeah. hot sauce on your eggs? Yeah, it's pretty good. Word. What about you? Um, well, I, I was also not. Uh, Dunkaroos. Yes. They are also talking about some cereal. Yeah, I got read of this, too. Later this mm-hmm. year, they're, they're talking about putting out Dunkaroo cereal with the General Mills. Um, I don't... I gotta see these Dunkaroos first. They're, they're putting a lot of carts before this horse. And I know they gotta probably strike while the iron's hot. Is yeah. My guess. It's like, we're gonna make everything Dunkaroos now, and hopefully it just goes over well. Uh, but we haven't even gotten Dunkaroos in, like... The rules. I, I think from the, pe- the people that have had it from uh, the Seven Elevens that I've seen from like early reviews are saying like a lot of the people online are saying uh, not just the the few vocal people that like to be shitty. Yeah, but a lot of the people are saying this doesn't taste like the the like the Graham cookie that I remembered it oh, being really? kind of a thing. It has like a different kind of taste to okay. it. So I think maybe they changed up the recipe a smidge. Uh-oh. There were some people that were saying like. They don't know how they feel about this being a cereal as well because now we're missing the icing on that side of things. You know what I mean? Unless they do some sort of coating. Or- I don't. I don't think it had. Like, it, it will have a coating. Obviously, probably like some kind of a glaze, but yeah. not much of anything that yeah. would be like it's like a cum glaze. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, like I, that. Just maybe flashbacks like a- to episode sixty nine. <laughs> or maybe they'll do like a like a. a- a cream flavored marshmallow, mm, a cream pie flavor, a cream pie <laughs> flavored marshmallow, like have your like crunchy cereal as your cookie, and then like yeah. a marshmallow of your I saw, cream. I saw at least what was a mock up of the box art oh, of like did? what the pieces are supposed to look like. They're like small little discs, and they've got what looks like a. It almost looks like funfetti cake, like in like a little disc form. Like because you, you see like the, the you cookie. see like the little chips that are inside of it, kind of a thing. But I don't think it, it's not like it has like it's like cream filled kind of a thing it just looks like it has those chips like in maybe it. like icing chips in the cookies that we're thinking yeah maybe i don't really like, know though uh, that's all i could that's, that's what i saw anyway. like oreo just had the uh they had like the rocky road i mean no it was like a marshmallow rocky road. <laughs> they, had, they had a marshmallow chocolate marshmallow uh oreo that came out recently and they had little tiny like marshmallow chunks in the cookie so maybe yeah. they do something like that but with here the, you go i'll throw up a picture that way you can see it that's kind of what it looks like oh, so it's okay. got like the little bits that are in it i, I don't know you. if those are necessarily going to taste like the actual cream that you would dip it in normally or not maybe i mean flavors are pretty smart so yeah, maybe they're yeah. like I, I i this kind of strikes me like this is going to be the equivalent of uh fuck what well, i just lost his name what's the cookie crisps Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cookie crisps don't taste like a chocolate chip cookie, but they have a cookie-esque quality to them. Fair, Whereas yeah. this will be a Dunkaroo-esque. It's not going to taste like you're eating an exact Dunkaroo, because, yeah. I mean, that would be silly. I guess the milk is kind of like a little bit like your cream. Like, yeah. They just have to flavor the milk a little bit. It'll give you a cream. Uh, <laughs> Wendy's. Baconators. Remember when I talked about that earlier, and then I didn't want to talk about it? I'm talking about it now. Okay. Wendy's Baconator Pringles. <laughs> what? Really? 100% really. Uh, these came out of nowhere, and they are actually available at stores now. 
Like they came from aliens? Uh, yeah, just nobody knew, knew how this they was going to come. Them down. Yeah, they didn't say anything about this as far as like a cross-promotional thing. It just like literally kind of just That's fell funny. out of nowhere. Um, but yeah, I saw a picture of it that somebody took of it on uh, on store shelf. Um, fingers crossed. Nothing said that it was fake. And I, I saw multiple sources yeah. saying it was a real thing. Um it has like a baconator on the packaging. Uh-huh. It was just like a cross promotion thing that they did. How and bizarre. that sounds sounds like it might be pretty good, maybe. I don't really know though. At the same time, because you know, I like pizza flavored chips. Oh, I love the pizza flavored chips. But you know what I mean? It's not like pizza. No, it's obviously. Its own thing. You know what I mean? It's a unique So that's why I don't know that I've had a cheeseburger chip before, personally. I feel like Glazes maybe done like a I, cheeseburger. Yeah, I agree. I think that there. they have, but I have not had it. I can't it. say I've had it either. But that's making me think, like, because I know what the Baconator, this is going to have, obviously, you're, you're, you can't get away from the, the classic potatoey Pringles flavor. So you're going to have that, but you're also going to have the bacon flavoring with a burgery flavoring, maybe a mayo flavoring, because I think that's on there, that too, and some there. cheese as well. But no, like, ketchup, mustard, none of that stuff's on oh, it. Oh, they don't? Okay. So I'm thinking, like, if you mix those things together, it could taste pretty good. All right. I'd be in. I'll, I, if you had some and you were like, eat this, I would try it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll try to do my best to get some so that but way I can say eat if this. If I saw them, yeah, I would also buy them and I would bring them to the U and I would be like, eat this. <laughs> <laughs> but I, uh, I wouldn't eat them on my own. They would have to be with you. Okay. Uh, That's a fair enough. We also we got some news that we are getting pickle-flavored Doritos. Gross. <laughs> um, I'm willing to try this um, uh, as I, you know, I go on a, I, I like the pickle flavor things or I like, I like to try. The yes. I, I suppose I would be willing to try as well, but the only thing I could think of is in my head is like the classic nacho cheese Dorito, uh-huh. but then it threw some pickle on it. And pickle part of juice. me is just kind of, I'm just like, uh, <laughs> that sounds I wanna, gross. I still want to get my hands on the Mountain Dew flavored ones. Yeah. Remember I've never, yeah, happened. I do, but I don't ever, I've never seen anything it was around all there. out of, out of country. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's not hard to get that stuff in there anymore though, because I know they do like, uh, you can import all the random weird, odd flavors of Kit Kats that they have mm. from like Japan and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Now they even have like a Kit Kat, like loot crate type of thing, not from Kit Kat, but a company does it and oh, they'll import all the different flavors from, cause not just like Japan, but like Sweden has like unique like flavors India, and shit like that. Like yeah. The Middle East kind of area. At least. So that way you can like sample all the different flavors yeah. of these things and you pay like, here's 20 bucks a month to give me some stuff to eat. Neat. Um, Starburst is pairing up with fruit by the foot. Okay. To offer a Starburst fruit by the foot flavor epic combo, uh, they're going to have the uh, classic cherry, strawberry, orange, and lemon flavors of Starburst uh, mixed in your in your fruit by the foot. Will it be like all in one, or is it yeah, maybe it's, like it's, individually it's, packed ones? Like, <laughs> do, can you get like a is it like a rainbow of one fruit by the? That foot? would be really awesome to try, and I'm on board for that. But I think it is individually. Individually, yeah. okay. that's what I would imagine as well. But. I would definitely be like, but you get your classic, like your, your, your pink, like strawberry fruit by the foot, like long consistency of that kind of like, uh, that, you know, whatnot, but then it has that flavor to it. Absolutely. Sounds pretty good to me. I'd eat it. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the, we're, we're familiar with the cup noodle, uh, brand of ramen noodles. Yes. By, uh, Nissan. 
Yes, I think so. N- um, N- N- it's not Nissan, but it's like Nissan, something like that, right? Maybe something like that. I don't know. I'm, it starts with an N. I'm of, of no... The last big marketing, and I think we didn't even talk about it on our podcast. We talked about it on GGB, was whenever uh, Final Fantasy Fifteen came out. Okay. They had a version of Cup of Noodles that you could get that had like a massive sword that came with it, like a foam <laughs> sword that you could buy. It was like a limited edition <laughs> thing. And uh, I think that that company, just that Cup of Noodles, has, does like a bunch of crazy promotional things with different gotcha. uh, different brands. Well, now Cup Noodle has paired up with Bandai, and if you're in like Namco Bandai, yeah, I guess. Wow, it looks like it's spelled the same. Yeah, spelled the same. Sounds the same. Uh, I and you, if you're a model cup or a model builder, <laughs> I just bury. I didn't bury the lead. <laughs> you uh, a model cup? If you're a model builder, like you like airplanes and cars and things like that, yeah. you can now get the model kit for a Cup Noodle Ramen cup. <laughs> And you can put it together. That looks ridiculous. It comes with all of the. the can, you, is it, can you utilize it once it's finished? Um, no, like because eat? it comes with this fake noodle shirt oh, that's in it. Even that's um, disappointing. It, well, it's it's to put on your shelf. I kind of nice. almost want to make the noodles, but leave that gross ensemble that it just looks real weird together out beside it just to make it look like i freeze dried this here it is (laughs) it doesn't look like it necessarily has to go in there so i mean you could yeah make your own rules i do anyways you could but yes it is nissan i see their logo on the side that is how you say that okay um yeah so um not necessarily food but food uh Food centric, yeah, food related, um, food adjacent, adjacent. That's the word I was there looking we go. for. Thank you. Um, so this I would not bring over to you and say, eat it, right? Because it's plastic. Yeah, we could try that though, and then we would basically be Rhett and Link. Um, so Fourth of July almost here. It's Wait. on the horizon, uh, <laughs> which which means only one thing: uh, patriotic foods are being released. Oh, I thought you were going to be like I thought Horizon was a nod, and we were just like moving right into like Horizon. No, we're the not. New movie game game. <laughs> no. Uh, so this year we're getting Oreos that are being released with uh, layers of red, white, and blue stripes cream. So all of it three, together, three separate layers Holy of cream. Cow. So it's like uh, it's like your uh, your mega stuffed, but it's three separate layers to form the mega stuff to have a patriotic. That's cool. It looks awesome. I like this. Uh, chips Ahoy doing some red, white, and blue chocolate chips on top of their classic cookies. All right, I'm down. Uh, with that. Same with uh, we've we've had those before. Same thing with the uh, the patriotic M and M's only mm-hmm. red, white, and blue. Yeah. M&M's inside the package and uh, the the return of a now classic what is the uh, the Mountain Dew Liberty Brew yes. is coming back which I think started last year last year so. or the year before one of the two it's recent though like yeah very recent, recent sure. but it's uh, it's I guess going to be like a 4th of July staple for them nice. now that's they're only doing it in July it's good I had it last I didn't last have year. it before so I'm excited to try it out it's this pretty time. good uh, the Oreo is my is the star out of that listing for me yeah absolutely that's I'm why I started that's why I led with it yeah. I thought it would be really cool to see an oreo that was that thick that like normal thick and it was just different like you could you should see the picture of it it's like like plumped out layers of red white and blue nice. you can tell like the clear distinction it's not just like one merged thing yeah. it's just like a they like just squirted at yeah so icing on there you got any others no i'm i'm all out of food news hot and clean i'll hit you i'll hit you with that <laughs> i'll hit you with a couple more <laughs> Uh, Cocoa Puff Brownie Crunch is coming out, hitting Ooh. shelves, uh, and right now it's actually out. Uh, there's new dessert donuts that are on Krispy Kreme for a limited time window. They have a Mississippi mud pie flavor, banana pudding, and a coconut cake hmm. flavor. Uh, Dairy Queen is doing a 
pinata party blizzard uh, to celebrate their 80th birthday. Oh, wow. Features vanilla soft serve with cake pieces, cake batter pieces, and confetti confetti bits, icing, and whipped cream inside the middle that you can, like, eat into as like like a pinata kind of thing and then the last thing is that uh in uh in july we'll be getting uh apple uh for just the month of july apple pie flavored kit kats okay as a limited edition the kit kats are crazy like they are the the least i would assume like if you're like all of these candies one of them's gonna be like the all-star of like Chameleon. It's going to do all. Yeah, the like Kit Kats things. is like the Lay's now of of the candy market. Absolutely, <laughs> they've Absolutely. done. I don't know how many flavors now between like the the international ones yeah. and what we've got here alone. I bet there's just a fucking ton. I know Japan's got like coffee, like a ladyfinger coffee for like cream kind of ones. The green tea um, ones are big in Japan, right? Yeah, the green yeah, tea yeah. ones are really big too. Um, they have like soda flavored ones in Japan as well. Like there's like a Coke one, a Sprite one, stuff like that. I think the branding that, uh, deals. The wafer cookie is popular around the country. I think or around the world. I yeah. think that that's like the thing is like. Which is weird because you think has. like, I would think that like Twix, especially in like, like India and any of like the British quote unquote British Isles like Australia, yeah. uh, London, you know, England, obviously they have a cookie in them. Yeah, because it's a biscuit yeah, actually. Biscuit, like it's yeah. a full on biscuit. So I mean, that makes me think. You know, like like tea and a biscuit. You know, uh-huh. love. Uh, you know, it's a tea and a biscuit. Uh, you know, that makes me think that maybe that would be more versatile. But mm-hmm. you know, there's probably only so much that you can do with. With Twix. chocolate, a biscuit, and then caramel. Like, yeah. what can we kind of flip it yeah, around? They, like, they I guess we can do. Butter. I guess we can do white on the outside and put peanut butter in the middle. <laughs> like, what other creams can we change at? Yeah, that's true. I'm gonna look Absolutely. up Kit Kat flavors. Yeah, look at all of them. I, I'm just curious now. Ten unique flavors just from Japan here. I was like, then the one below that was the 16 weirdest. So that means you're not even touching. We'll just read off a couple of these here. Then there's your green tea flavor. No. Uh, strawberry cheesecake, yeah. apple vinegar sounds gross. <laughs> Sweet potato, wasabi. I cannot imagine a hot <laughs> version of a Kit Kat. People like a warm, uh, a spicy chocolate. Yeah, like I that, guess. Yeah, I mean, that, that makes that sense. But dig. I just know uh, sakura flavor, uh, chocolate banana, lemon. Uh, we already did those with sake flavor. That'd be good. Darkness. I don't know what that means. I hope it's like just dark <laughs> like chocolate. Like just straight up dark chocolate. Dark chocolate everything. Even darkness. even even the wafers dark. Darkness. Darkness, everybody. Darkness. <laughs> Strawberry cheesecake, white chocolate, which we already kind of have. Chunky original. Maybe it's bigger. Like the big ones. Yeah, Shinshu apple and rum raisin. Rum raisin sounds odd, They're too. They're all over the place. They really, Love really it. are. I uh, I'm not a big Kit Kat fan, but I love that. I love varieties. Yeah, I'm a I'm a man of variety. There's one of the kits that I was talking about. It's called OMG Japan, and they give okay. you like a oh. big bundle of flavors. You pick like what ones you want thrown in there, nice. basically, and they'll send them to you. There's a citrus mint, ocean sea salt. I bet that's not too terrible. Mm. Nuts and cranberry, a <laughs> soy milk flavor there. There's mm. an Easter one, paint. Only oh, it's banana flavored, but you paint the bag. Oh, okay. There's that green tea matcha one. Yeah, I bet that's pretty good. I like matcha flavors though too. So yeah. What Absolutely. About, you know what else? The flavor I like trailers. You like that trailer flavor? Yep. Mm, let's get into it. <laughs> All right. The first one that I've got. Uh, let's, let's talk about the one that we just watched not too long ago. 
uh, over here. I wasn't paying attention much, but let's do it. I'll explain it to you okay. because I wrote down details about it. It's called Palm Springs. It comes out July 10th on Hulu starring Andy Samberg. Um, the uh, preface of the movie seems very Groundhog's Day-esque to me, um, but it's a rom-com. So Andy Samberg and I forgot who the female lead is. Um, I can look it up here in a minute. But uh, he, Andy Samberg is already stuck in like a time loop in of sorts. Um, they're at this wedding in Palm Springs, hence the name of the movie. And uh, he's stuck in this like infinite time loop. And he meets this chick that is the, the romantic lead. And she ends up following him into basically like the portal that led him into like the time loop that he is currently in. And then she is in on the time loop with him. So it's like Groundhog's Day, but a couple. Or not, they're not really a couple, but they're yeah. stuck together and they it's, don't know it. It's Kristen Mila, Milodi. Milodi. Uh, it's uh, if you're familiar with... Um, how I Met Your Mother, it's the lady who ends up being the mother okay. that he met, uh, cool. is who that is. But she is, uh, yeah, she is the romantic lead. And then, uh, so it basically is kind of them, you know, perusing a lot of the things that we explore in Groundhog's Day, like him killing himself, um, them doing a lot of just stupid shit. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it, it seems really, really funny. There's one point in time where she says, because I guess she's just kind of pissed off at being in the first, she drove all the way back home from Palm Springs to yeah. Texas and then wakes up the next morning. He goes, cool. I did a bunch of crystal and then I drove, I, I, I flew all the way to some like island somewhere else and it didn't affect anything <laughs> or whatever. But um, it seems like it might be a really good time. So yeah. if you have Hulu, July 10th, that'll be out. Absolutely. Uh, we also got a trailer for The Floor is Lava. Oh, I did uh, not see this one. It's a new game show. Uh, on So you remember being a oh, kid? Oh, I remember like, seeing like, a teaser for this. Lava. Yes. And so like you have, it's going to be on Netflix uh, June 19th, so coming up real quick. Um, it's it's uh, actually already out by the time yeah, somebody, this drops. Uh, it's going to be on... Uh, who's, on is somebody ho who's hosting it? Do you know? Isn't uh, anybody we know? Nothing, nobody Nobody, I okay. Uh, I, in the trailer, they were like, and if you make it through, you get to hang out with me. And I didn't, and he said his name, but I have no clue. It's some uh, bearded uh, white guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I have no clue who it was. Ah, uh, uh, bearded white guy. If you got a, you got a team, and their goal is to get from one end of the room to the other by crawling on the floor, or crawling on all of the obstacles throughout because like the floor is lava. Um, it's not actual <laughs> lava, of course, but it is like a red goo, and they've got steam kind of running off of it and bubbly, so that it kind of looks like lava. And it even kind of erupts throughout, so it makes the surfaces you're crawling on slick. It's a really cool concept. Uh, yeah, it's something that I think I would probably uh, watch uh, from time to time. Uh, I wouldn't be like, i got to tune into every show. But I'd pop it on. It's kind of like the, uh, what's that, uh, what's the, the baking show where they fuck stuff up? Uh, nailed it? Yeah, nailed it. Yeah. Like, I don't watch that all the time, but, like, I'll pop it on from time to time. I think I love Nailed It. Uh, and I, I see this as kind of being the same kind of thing for like me. Like A nailed it to of sorts. It yeah. says the starring Rutledge Wood. He's from uh, Top Gear and stuff. I've actually yes. been told that I look like him. That is uh, who <laughs> you are a bearded white guy. So <laughs> I, I just somebody actually told me like a, several people at work actually told oh, me like you. you look like Rutledge. <laughs> That's how they talk to. What's uh, what's Top Gear? Top Gear is that what you said he's from? Yeah, he's from the U.S. Top Gear. Top Gear started in the U.K. It's like a car show oh, type of a thing. I got you. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, that's coming out the 19th, which is uh, the Friday before this drops. So mm -hmm. 
Check I don't know out. if you watched the trailer for Warrior Nun. I did watch the trailer for Warrior Nun. <laughs> but it got me rock hard because it looks cool as shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it remind it's like a high budget uh, Netflix, so like you can say whatever you want, sci fi TV show. Like it's like yeah. an idea you would see on sci fi, but they like just took it to a different I don't level. know what I was just thinking about. Uh, it reminds me of fuck. It's a comic book movie. Uh, where they're dressed like cheerleaders. Uh, I think Emily, Emily, Emily Browning, Emilia Browning, is that how you say her name is in it? She's the main star. Sucker Punch? Yeah. It's kind of like Sucker Punch to me in a way. You know what I mean? Like in that, not, not such a high octane thing, but those scenes where they're like fighting and training and stuff, it seems kind of like that kind of combat to me. Nobody in this that we really know, right? Like, not that I know. Familiar faces at least. Uh, Netflix on July 2nd, so uh, it's coming up real quick. Yeah. Uh, it says, caught in the middle of an ancient war between good and evil, a young girl wakes up in a morgue with inexplicable powers. Yeah, they essentially, it seems like the 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 good side, the Catholic side, or whatever, I'm assuming mm-hmm. Catholic because the nuns, um, has a chosen one every so often that is like, is their, their warrior nun. Yes. And, but just so happens that their warrior nun that has been chosen is an atheist. I'm I'm picking up from this. She's a non-believer. Yes. Um, and they're trying to convince her that this is what you've got to do if yeah. you've got to fight demons. I like and- close toward the end of the trailer when they're like, you just have to try to blend in. She's like, bless you, my child. Yeah, and then they're just like, much. just too much. <laughs> yeah, too much. Yeah, it looks good. <laughs> TV show, right? Like it's a series. Yeah, yeah, it's a series. Yeah. Yep. Based on a book or something, I think. If I'm not I have mistaken. no idea. I didn't see it. I didn't watch that part of it. I guess. <laughs> I think that it said something like based on the blah blah blah, but I don't know. I don't think it was a comic book. I think it was like a book book. Uh, but yeah, mm-hmm. it looked good. I was I was pumped for it. Yeah, I, thought it I think the last trailer everybody probably seen. Everybody and the brother at least. I even Bill? saw it on on fa- Facebook. Did Bill see it. Bill saw it. Ted saw it. Um, and and they were uh, they were facing music. Yeah. Um, it looks pretty good to me. I, I feel like, I don't know if it's just the way that it's kind of narrowed down into that path for him, but Keanu Reeves acting, even coming back to this character and trying to react like it, he just sa- seems and sounds like still to me, like he's quoting, he's doing lines from like John Wick. <laughs> like it's that level of acting still, you know what oh, I mean? Like, like he's like, just, you, I gotcha. he's still, he's not like, whoa, like he, I, he's trying to be that, but at the same time, the delivery sounds, he's too serious. It, it he's sounds, like, it sounds just like standard Keanu Reeves. Like, not like he's doing? just, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's not like, he's like really dipping back into this, you know, He's trying, he's but he's trying to be like an adult version. Yeah, like he probably would lose a little bit of the whoa, and would kind of be a little like he would have a little. Maybe he's just it's just Keanu. Like, <laughs> but I love. I forgot how awkward they yeah. are. Like, and they really brought back the awkwardness. Yeah. Like their hands, like they almost don't really know what to do with it. And so, like, this is what I'm doing. Yeah, and but they're like just the way that he has to move as Bill. You for I I forget that like. He's kind of playing a character a little mm-hmm. bit um, in that much that I guess if you watch something like Point Break, mm-hmm. it's around that same time. Like, because you, you originally look at Bill and Ted, you're like, oh, he's, he doesn't really have much range. Yeah. And you look at like Bill and Ted, you look at like The Matrix, and then you look at John Wick, it's like his voice has just kind of gotten a little deeper and like he's lost the, the California yeah. boy to him. But. He, he does play uh, some sort of character. What's, what's the Wild Stallions? That's the band name, uh, right? Yes. Wild Stallions. Yeah. Yes. So they're like washed up now, basically. Yeah, like they're, they're not. They've kind of just become a, just a, a bar band. A or bar a band. Bar yeah. band kind of. 
And then this is kind of like their rise back to fame and, and fulfilling the prophecy they yeah. were meant to fulfill kind to, of like, a thing. The the uh, the lords of the future are kind of like, what happened? Like, you were supposed to be doing this. And so they kind of have to go back in time to mm-hmm. kind of see what to kind of re-inspire themselves, perhaps, yeah. is what it seems and like. I seen that we got, like, some their kids, I guess, yeah. or whatever's in it. And who's some of the kids that are playing? Like, uh, some of them. Somebody that has a name. There's somebody with a name on there. Yes. I can't remember who it is, though. Um, I could tell you if you told me. I'll tell, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you. Yes, that's who that I'll is. I'll tell you right now. Oh, Samara Weaving. Is. Yes, Samara Weaving's in it. Yes. There were some other people that I knew. I mean, William Sadler's playing Death again. Yeah, he's back. Good stuff. Kid Cudi's going to be in it as himself. Oh. Uh, just in case you're wondering, Kristen Schaal's in it. Know her. I love her. I know her. I, I know her. I guess uh, uh, Bridget Lundy Payne is probably uh, is one of the is. kids, too. I feel like there was one other person that I knew real well that was another kid of theirs, but I guess maybe I'm not thinking correctly. Oh, well. No big deal. That's all I have for trailers. You might not be thinking correctly. I'm not thinking. Uh, correctly. Me neither. Uh, before we get into the news, okay, uh, I want to give you some some news that is um, uh, time sensitive and important. Uh, the Can't Get Rights have a show coming up. Oh, and uh, I want to want to make sure we fit it in before I forget. Um, the Can't Get Rights. That's the the hit Southern Illinois cover slash not cover band, right? It's true. Cool all covers. All uh, covers all, all the, time. the time, except for when we don't. Uh, but we're going to be uh, playing at Walker's Bluff uh, here on the 26th of June. Uh, it's an outdoor show, as we aren't doing indoor shows at this time in the state of Illinois. Um, but Walker's Bluff on June 26th, it'll be a 6 to 9 for us. We'll be outdoors. It's on their little patio area. Um, I would say rain or shine, but if it rains, it won't be there. But if it shines, we'll be there. Um, so, yeah. Is that how that works? Yeah, that's exactly how it wow. works. I never knew if that. it's not rain or shine. Wow. Um, but, yeah. Come see the Can't Get Riots. We're playing 90s covers, acoustic style. Um, 90s cover. Yeah, like that. Yep. Um, and then the other thing I wanted to mention, uh, top of the news, is uh, there's a Humble Bundle out right now. Okay. That I want to plug. This is uh, for a fight for racial justice uh, humble bundle. Uh, it's thirty bucks across the board. Um, there's no tiers like a normal humble bundle. Uh, this uh, the money is going towards hundred uh, percent uh, of the proceeds go to support organizations that fight fight racial injustice, uh, which we feel very passionate about. Of course, five days um, left. So this will put it at. This will come out in time. Technically, yes. you just have to act on it real fast. Um, LDF, Race Forward, and the Bail Project are the three sub- charities that support. Oh shit! Some uh, decent games already some, here at the beginning. Some big games in there. Baba is you was uh, was the top on a lot of people's lists from last year. Hyperlight Drifter, I've played, which is a really fucking fantastic oh, okay. game. Uh, Jackbox Party. Those are always fun. Spelunky's a t- uh, timeless title. Kerbal Space is really fun, I hear. I just think that I would get real frustrated at it, so okay. I stay away. <laughs> um, FTL's real good. Bioshock on there, the remaster. What's uh, Observer? Is that uh, from the same people who did... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? What's that scary game you had me play? Uh, Layers of Fear. Yes, this is, is this is their, this is their next game. Okay, and then they have Layers of Fear two out Before, now, yeah, yeah. and they have another title on the way. Oh, nice. Yep. Nice, nice. Yes, um, but it's very it's it's horror esque, but it's more sci fi horror. So it's yeah. not to me like super super crazy scary. 
There's a lot of a lot of uh, like FTL surviving Mars. These are more of kind of like sim esque games in a way. Oh, I see. Not like like the Sims, like they're simulation type situations. Yeah, gotcha. But a lot of solid titles on here. That's not a bad price at all for all this stuff, and and it's for such a good title or for a a good cause. Absolutely, you got the Attack on Titan anthology. You've yeah. got a Shaft comic book. Uh, you got the Black History in its own words comic book. Um, Bitter Root, something I've been trying to get around to. I haven't checked it out yet. Um, the Twelve Years of a Slave book. Uh, there's a Starfinder uh, uh, RPG game book. Uh, Resist tells from the future worth fighting for. Um, I'm trying to think, of just trying to pick up things that I've I've seen before that I'm like, oh, I want to check that out. Um, a lot of good stuff and a lot of good. Uh, Books uh, representing black history and uh, prolific uh, black writers and creators and things like that. So uh, definitely go out and support that. $30 and a lot of, like I said, a lot of good stuff in there. That is awesome. We're going to dip into some newsy news. Let's get it. All right. Everyone talk about Pokemon, man. You want to talk about Pokemon? Let's talk about Pokemon. We got big announcements that came out. We got several big announcements that came out. All of them are huge. (laughs) Really bigly. Pokemon Go. Next big update, we're going to get Mega Evolutions. Yes. A lot of other things that are hinting towards us getting uh, Pokemon, I think, gold and silver um, Pokemon stuff. Or not Pokemon, not gold and silver. Frick. What's the next one? Or what's a pearl and diamond? Is that one? Yes. What it is? I think that that's some of the ones that are coming down. So it's we like haven't the next even gotten that far into the Pokemon roster. No, we're. I think we're at. Well, there's been some that have kind of skipped around because okay. they have some that they are even from around. the Gala region now too that you can oh, get. Yeah, that's right. Like the they had a that event that was uh, like a week or two ago that was something like you could get Gala region Meowth and yeah. Uh, the fish one, I forget what it's called, and like stonefish right or whatever. Uh, they just released at the Galarian uh, Farfetched. Is, is, Farfetched, is yeah. Surfetched. Surfetched. Yes. yes. Um, so, like, they, they've been kind of intermittently picking around several different areas yeah. and stuff. Which um, is cool but, but yeah, I think we're only like four or five gin into uh, it out of eight total, basically. Oh, really? Okay. So, we're still working our way up there. But yeah, Mega Evolution will be getting added into the game later this year. Um, they're going to have other announcements that they're showcasing next week mm-hmm. uh, on the 24th. So, by the time this comes out, just like a couple days away. Game or something is what potentially. They, they do have a couple big. of other games that they did showcase today yeah. as well, um, which we'll go ahead and just knock those right out as well. Uh, Pokemon Cafe Mix was announced, uh, is a new puzzle game. Uh, a la, I'm trying to think of kind of like like bejeweled in a yeah, way, like kind a, of something yeah. like that. Like the you match the Pokemon Bubble kind of thing, something to those yeah, effect. Yeah. Um, Candy but Crush, like, I guess, is kind of like the two. Like that you can actually swirl it. Like there's a there's yes. a swirling feature to mix things up. Yes, so uh, Cafe Mix has its. It's named for, it's kind of a thing for it. Coming to Switch and will be coming to mobile devices. Mm -hmm. It's free to play, um, or at least I think they mark it as free to start is what they call it. Free to start, yeah. Something like that. I think it might end up being... Free to start. Free to start. (laughs) Free to might be... Similar to what we got from like Mario Run, yeah. how you like have that trial period, and yeah. then you're like, hey, for ten bucks, you can have everything. You can like it. Yeah. Uh, we have Pokemon Smile 
that was announced uh, for mobile. <laughs> this is the weirdest one, I thought. It is weird, but it's kind of cool. I mean, it's it's a good way to get your kids to uh, to brush their teeth if you have difficulty doing Man, so. When we were kids, they were just like, go brush your fucking teeth. They did say and that. You didn't have like anything fun. Now they're like, play this teeth brushing game yeah basically it, it'll be nice so it's uh using the ar that we're kind of already familiar with inside of like pokemon go yeah. um not accelerated reader um yeah and like even like the it reminded me a lot actually of the uh is it shuffle pokemon shuffle is the the match game that they currently have yeah um it reminded me like the the catching Mm-hmm. Part of it, at least, reminded me of that game yeah. uh, mechanic on that one specifically, the way it looked. The kids are allowed to catch the Pokemon um, as they're brushing their teeth. You'll have the camera up to your face, brushing your teeth. I think it has, like, fake teeth that are on there, too, so you're actually, like, scrubbing off purple gunk that are on these fake teeth uh. that looks like plaque and stuff like that, and as you're scrubbing and you're brushing your teeth, it encourages you to, like, because you're the more that you brush and whatnot and you're getting it clean. The more that purple shit comes off. Yes, and the more you're catch rate gets increased and okay. stuff like that kind of like when you brush your uh, pokemon on uh is it on it's not on the current one but there was a one there a game where you uh brushed your you cleaned your pokemon you brushed them off and and stuff yeah like that. yeah you do it you could do that on um on the new uh, let's go pokemon uh yeah, on, on uh pikachu and eevee yeah you could do it on that one the new one i think you can do it too um but you can also play like games with them like fetch yeah, and stuff like that too and then um you can always do it on uh, Pokemon Go as well, because uh, you can do the pet them and stuff like yeah. that to get like extra stars for your buddy Pokemon. So it's kind of like, like that. that technology and that idea behind it. You're just cleaning teeth instead of your Pokemon. Yes, absolutely. And then the biggest one that came out to me anyway was new Pokemon Snap. I'm really excited for it because right. I absolutely loved Pokemon Snap back in the day. The first title that we had uh, and the only title in the Pokemon Snap series that we've ever had was on Nintendo 64. Mm-hmm. So this is like. I think now 20 yeah, over 21 20 years, years yeah. I think now ago I think it came out in 99 or 2000 mm-hmm. so uh yeah, of course it's time for a new one. It looks. I it don't looks, understand this game. Tell me about it. So, like, I'm. Give did me you ever play? It? Did no. you ever play it before? So essentially, your your character is in like a a small track uh, in this like small vehicle on a track on mm-hmm. that's like kind of on on wheels and it's just you're, you're led down this path and your character is working for Professor Oak directly. He's actually a character that you meet in the anime series. Uh, he's I forget what his name is. Maybe like. Terry or something like that. He's a kid. He's a kid that has like a just a camera, and he's like a photographer. And so you're technically playing as that character, and you're on this track. You'll see different Pokemon in the wild. You're taking different pictures of them, trying to get them to do specific poses or something like that. And to do so, you might encourage them with food, or certain Pokemon might be hidden, and you have to do like trigger a specific series of events that happen in this level to make this Pokemon come out. So like in the first game to get like legendaries to come out, they would be hidden in like eggs and you would see the eggs maybe far off in the distance, but you would have to do trigger a certain series of events to happen in the level to get that egg to hatch eventually. So like, uh, we'll say for the example, like Zapdos, I remember specifically like early on in the stage, you have to like kind of lead this Pikachu all the way back down to the very end of this cave that it's in. And once you get to this certain point, the Pikachu, you have to kind of feed it an apple and then you have to smack it with like a rock, like throw a rock toward it and it gets pissed off 
off and it does like lightning and the lightning hits this rod and the rod goes down and it electrocutes the egg that the Zapdos is in and that triggers the Zapdos to come out from the egg. So uh-huh. it has like other ones have like different series of events that kind of lead towards stuff like that. So this it's got like different unique gameplay other than a little bit. Yeah, to okay. a certain extent. See, yeah, and, the it, and it gives you replayability too because you, there's like you're going to get certain items later on in other levels that you'll be like, oh shit, now I can go back to the very first level okay. and use this to get those Pokemon that I was never able to get like like Diglets to come out of the ground. Now I have like a water can or something all of a sudden and oh. I can start like throwing water over there and they'll pop up out of the ground and you can take a picture of them then. So you know. I thought all you did was walk around and take pictures of Pokemon. No, you're so. not even really walking. Like it's, it's literally on rails. Yeah. Like, at, like as literally as that gets. You think that that's what this one will be is kind of more control. Yeah, they, like they, they showed uh, they show case like the, the rail system again. Okay. Like the show like the, the light rails things coming up and it's it's very similar to that with just our modern uh, switch graphics that we have now. Um, all of the generations of Pokemon versus at that point in time all we had was just Gen 1. Yeah. Um, so that's that's all we had. So now we have so many more Pokemon that we can actually take pictures of and I'm assuming the level will have way more levels and stuff like that too. Like that actually yeah, was an in-game. Game. Like you were supposed to take pictures of every single Pokemon. Once you got all of them, then you unlocked basically kind of like a quote unquote rainbow road. Mm. And then you were, uh, the final boss, if you will, of the game was to get a picture of Mew, mm. but you couldn't take a picture of Mew. Cause he's like, keeps himself in this bubble. Cause he's clear. And he's floating around, so you can't, like, the flash would bounce off of it. So you had to basically almost do, like, a boss battle type of a thing to get the bubble off of him to take a picture of Mew. Mm -hmm. And that's how, like, you finished out your Pokedex. Like, oh, you've got all 151 Pokemon captured now, kind of a thing. So... That's kind of how the concept so the whole of it. Concept of that game was to be able to take pictures of all of the Pokemon. Yes, that's the whole point. Like you're taking like you're taking idea. pictures of them specifically for Oak. Oak actually judges you on the quality of pictures that you take too, huh. and that's how you kind of build up uh, specific points that get you new abilities and different things like that. So you're encouraged to try and get the most unique or different kind of picture that you can. So like some of the Pokemon pictures that you would take, like you can take a picture of this Bulbasaur and this Charmander and Squirtle independently, but then you can do stuff in the level to get them to come together and they'll be like playing together. And then you take that picture of all three of them together and they're just like, Oh shit, they actually are together. So he gives you tons of points and stuff like that for it. So you're encouraged to try and figure out different things to try and get the most unique pictures that you can possibly get. That's cool. Yeah. I, uh, I wish that the main Pokemon game was more in the line. Like it had a, a side quest to just say, the more you catch, the more that you get these things. I wish there was a... Because you've been told since the beginning of Pokemon that you got to catch them all. I wish there was an actual like uh, prize that was tied to catching them all. Uh, a little bit more in the normal game. So that's cool. I like that. Yeah, absolutely. And we got the DLC today. DLC did launch today of us recording this. I have not I played it at all. Armor. Armor. Yep, yes. and then then this fall we'll have the next section of that DLC, and it's like a winter based yeah, one. I forgot or something rather. Yeah, something tundra. Yeah, it's a very cool thing. Um, so on top of that, we also got a, a pretty uh, nice little uh, sachet of Kingdom Hearts news. Uh, we got a, a, a big uh, what do you call that? I don't know. A uh, cavalcade. A, a nice little cavalcade. Um, a cornucopia. Of uh, cornucopia of Kingdom Hearts of Kingdom Hearts news. Um, so as of the day that this releases, we also get Kingdom Hearts Dark Road, which is the new mobile game. Yes, uh, it's all a card-based system. 
Um, this is going to be in the same art style as the Union Cross game is. Um, actually, tied this in is with all, Union Cross. It's just gonna this be is all Xehanort's stuff, it's right? Zan, young Xehanort's pre-story mm-hmm. kind of thing. Uh, him and Ericus, along with four friends that they announced last week, and their story together, and they are actually introducing Xehanort and Ericus's master, whose name is Odin, Master Odin, Cool. Um, into this. And so you get to know, obviously, a lot more about that. Uh, the card-based system is a is a callback to the Chain of Memories gameplay. Um, it looks like this is a little bit different uh, in that you can play multiple cards at a time because you have multiple mm-hmm. fighters. Um, I've kind of been anxious about a... Oh, uh, it's, it's Gandalf. It is a very Gandalf-looking <laughs> uh, thing there. Um, it is one of those things where... Uh, when I played Chain of Memories, I was like, I fucking hate this card system. But then, like, shortly thereafter, I was like, I really, like, I was kind of nostalgic for it. Like, yeah. So being able to revisit that card system in this story, I think it's pretty cool. And the idea that we will be, I'll be starting fresh on it. I'm still only, like, 300 levels out of almost 1,000 now out of in Union Cross. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of catching up to do. I can start at the ground floor with this, and I'm, I'm very interested in doing yeah. that uh, on there. So I'm super pumped for that. They also announced the new, uh, uh, what do you call it, multi-platform, the Switch, the uh, PlayStation, and the Xbox are going to be getting a new Kingdom Hearts game mm-hmm. called Melody of Memory. Yes. Uh, and this is going to be a music-based, beat-based game. Mm-hmm. Rhythm uh, game. Rhythm game is what you yep. call it. Yes, from, thank you. It's from Kyrie's perspective, right? Uh, well, I don't know. I think she's the main character is she's what they've the, said. Okay. She's who you're playing as. So, they said, because the <laughs> there's a lot of, uh, I'll try and find it real quick. Because the trailer shows Sora, Mickey, and Donald running through it all. But is it all like within Car- Kyrie's memory? Is that what it is? Like, yeah. It's the year that she's sleeping kind of. Thing? I don't know if, if it's that point in time, okay. but I, I it, that's what I read online was that it was, uh, this is centered around Kyrie and it is technically all canon. Okay, so even though it's memory. a yeah, because it says like uh, well, I figured it was definitely canon. This 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 little meme here, Kingdom Hearts one and two, indeed. Or I I need to find my friends and return to Destiny Island. Kingdom Hearts three, I need to stop Xehanort from summoning Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts, uh, Melody of Memories, dance off, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I I love the idea. I love the soundtrack, uh, the orchestra that is behind Kingdom Hearts, and so the fact that this is going to be beat driven, actually putting a lot of focus in on the rhythm and the the orchestra behind the music uh, is pretty cool like the i thought the uh, especially like the agrabah scenes were in the trailer and the way that they're like dun 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 I'm I'm always a sucker for a rhythm based game I like that kind of a thing anyways um and it's it's really cool that it's it's uh it's it's interesting to me that this is also like so focused as a as a story driven like follow up kind of a yeah. thing or whatever it may I be. I think the movies are probably gonna like the the cutscenes are gonna be really what drives yeah. it. The gameplay is gonna probably be a little hokey. Yeah, and gonna be a lot like recoded. Like you're gonna just rehash a lot of things that is and chain of memories really. I just realized now. I don't know if that's something. I'm sure everybody's fucking dug apart everything on this already online because uh, Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memories. Mom, mom, Master of Masters. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool that it's another another acronym that's the exact same thing kind yes, of a thing. I thought that as well. I was like, I wonder what they're if that's a, if that will be a nod to something. Um, they did show some video within this as well. It looks like um, Kyrie and Riku are on a quest to find Sora still uh, within this. It looks like they're in the uh, the end of the world or the, what's that called where the Tirithi is. 
I don't remember. I We've talked called, about this before. It's called the end of the world. Or the, I think we had that exact same situation. <laughs> You're like, what's it called? And I'm just like, I can't remember off the uh, top of my head. But uh, but yeah, it looks like they're they're hanging out there looking for Sora. Sora's also there, but they don't see each other, uh, giving some sort of inclination that he is still um, not of the normal plane, the normal world. Uh, I'm pumped for this. I, it'll be a great, I think this is a great Switch game. It'll be good for a Switch. I think I'll probably still pick it up on PlayStation just, just since I've, since I've had everything already yeah. on PlayStation. They did another good Kingdom Hearts thing to announce, though, now and now that it is out and it's all officially done. Game Pass has everything Kingdom Hearts now. So, yeah. yeah, so that's what I was trying to say before when we said we didn't have any clear confirmation on 1.5, 2.5, 2.8, all that stuff. Well, that releasing it for the store, you could buy it. But yes, but there was no clear indication of what was coming out for Absolutely. it. Now, if you have Game Pass, you can play basically the entire library of Absolutely. the main game, serious stuff, and get kind of caught up and even watch the movies and stuff as well, too. Uh, if you watch the trailer, which is all still in Japanese, uh, the, like five minute trailer of everything of all the everything coming out mm-hmm. um they also uh there's a, a little leak or not a leak uh a little hidden thing where you can see the layout it's that picture actually right there that you've got pulled up a um, release window there's a slate of the second phase of kingdom hearts this is the 2020 release uh thing and you will see that there are five slots there mm-hmm. three of them are covered with the uh the uh the oh shit extra shit from Kingdom Hearts 3 that came out earlier this year, which is your first spot. The second one, which is Dark Road. And then you have the Melody, Melody of Memories, of but memories. there's still two more there's things two to more be announced. Slots, and this is the 2020 release. So what are we saying? Then What is this thing down here? I don't know what that thing is down there. So this uh, is like the roadmap that they kind of do for uh, for Destiny, which we'll get back is, into okay. here in a bit. They do something similar whenever they'll showcase like uh, season blah, blah, blah. And even if it's if it's something that's unannounced, they don't have a name for the season. They'll say Season of the Redacted. I got you. Something like oh, that on it. And that's how they kind of say like, this is the release window for it. And then they'll have some that'll be blank like to be determined release yeah. of blah whatever and it's kind of how they do their roadmap so it's cool that they're doing something similar to that and it looks to me as though this implies we potentially get two more things announced this year yes which also makes me think that this entire time that they've been leading up to kingdom hearts 3 hasn't been just them working on three it's probably been this whole like slew of shit that's coming into I feel what happens like, after the the Seeker of Darkness saga is I f- over. I feel very strongly that at least one of more of these is going to be like another, uh, maybe a more substantial DLC that we'll get to three. You think another three? something, well, maybe closer toward the end of the tail end of the year or something like that. That'll kind of give us a little bit more story driven content. Okay, not so much like rehashiness like mm-hmm. we got from the last, but I think maybe we'll get a little bit more from another that. And that's kind of what they're kind of working on to. It seems like now that they know that like three was like okay, we've got people pulled back in. Yeah. people are paying more attention than they ever have. You know, before kind of a thing. Now's the time to make sure that we don't stop on the Kingdom Hearts train. We need to make sure we keep hitting. And the other thing could be the official announcement of a TV series. It, it could be. Yeah, be yeah. it doesn't have to be a game. True. It could be. It could be that one of those slots is is the, the official Disney Plus CGI series that we've been hearing talks mm-hmm. about. So I forget about that. That it doesn't have to be anything specifically that. Um, so a lot of Kingdom Hearts news. I'm super pumped for it. Um, I'll be pre-ordering um, Melody of Memories as soon as it's available. You're gonna pre. I'm a dark road will be uh, will be downloaded on Monday and I will definitely be playing that so uh, come back for more on that I'll let you know how it's going 
Come back that. for more. Come back for more. Speaking of coming back for more. Yeah? The Destiny news. I'm going to tell you all about it right now. Tell me about it. So, we had uh, on the 9th, the start of Season 11, which was the Season of Arrivals, as we've come to find out. The darkness is now inside Soul, which is our uh, Milky Way, our galaxy. That's what they call it, Soul. Not Soul, like the city. Is there a city called Soul? Uh, maybe like S O E U L or something. Yes, there is a city called Seoul that is in South Korea. Okay. Uh, this is Seoul as an S O L, and it's like abbreviated for Solar System. Oh, but it's yeah. it's just our Solar System. Um, the darkness has arrived into our Solar System. We get a glimpse of them kind of passing uh in, passing Jupiter, and now they are on the outskirts and hovering above the moon of Io. Um, so with the, which is a destination in the game that we are able to go to. So the story content for this, uh, this season thus far is the darkness has arrived. We're trying to kind of figure out why they're here, what they're doing and, and they're, that they're so close. And, and, uh, the have a basically like a public event, uh, called contact where you go and try to form and make contact with these, uh, dark beings. Um, and they keep sending down like waves of after wave of enemies. And it basically plays like the gambit mode that's in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, you're picking up what they call instead of motes of light, they have motes of darkness that you're picking up and you're banking into, into the, the moat bank. Um, and it kind of all culminates to where there's one big taken darkness creature that kind of comes down and you have to fight them. Um, not unique new characters yet. I'm assuming we'll get that eventually later on in the year, but, uh, it's kind of a nice little nod to kind of get our glimpse into the darkness and kind of where we're going with the future of things, because they've kind of dipped into not just the darkness, but now there's another looming threat as well. That's kind of starting to form. Um, it's casually gradually been building, but now it's starting. And now we know that we have a focal point of it as well. Um, so that season happened. We had the announcement and the, uh, the trailer for, what the uh, the next expansion is that will be coming out September 22nd, and it's called Destiny 2 Beyond Light. Um, we know that now the, the, the famous quote that's been in both Destiny 1 and Destiny 2 now um, it is uh, the, the, the line between uh, light and dark is so very thin. Um, they say that again in the trailer, kind of hearkening back to that, bringing it back up. And uh, they bring back a character that you haven't seen since Destiny 1. She's called the Exo Stranger. She kind of is what starts off the story. She's like, she's like I've not, I don't have time to explain why I don't have time to explain uh, kind of a thing. And she, She's the White Rabbit. Yes. In the in that sense, uh, you find out that she is actually another character from Destiny Two uh, on the Warmind uh, DLC, in uh, where you go to Mars and stuff. Her, the character that you meet there, her name is Anna Bray. It's actually the Exo Stranger is her sister. Oh, so you know that is her. Um, she is on a new planet. Uh, you don't see her right away. You see uh, the Drifter, who's the guy that runs Gambit. Uh, comes to this planet, which we find out eventually is Europa, um, which is a moon of Saturn, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Perhaps. Uh, Saturn or Jupiter, one of the two. I can't remember. Uh, so it's like an icy, icy moon. Um, so you see the Drifter going to go there. Another character that you meet, uh, that, that's one of the main characters. Her name is Eris Morn. She comes there as well. And then all of a sudden, the Exo Stranger comes there. Uh, they don't know who she is. So you see Drifter kind of put his hand on his gun. And then you realize that she's the contact. She contacted them to say... And she says, this is why I've brought you uh, all the way out here. And she shows them and buried underneath the ice is one of the pyramid ships 
um, that is the darkness that's oh, kind of there. So they know like it's been here for a long time too. So why is it here? And I think the whole thing is kind of exploring this planet, exploring that kind of a side of things as well. I feel like they took that plot line from Transformers Dark Side of the Moon. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, like whenever uh, whenever Shadow Keep happened last year, that DLC came out. We, we there is a there is a pyramid ship in the moon. It's the first time we've ever seen the darkness mm. ever, um, and it releases what they call nightmares. Um, and the nightmares are uh, just kind of twisted versions of some of the bosses that you've already fought from yeah. even from like Destiny One and shit like that, that too. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's really cool how they kind of implement those different things into it, but. Um, Along with this DLC, we are on that we uh, she says, uh, as I was saying earlier, that the, that quote, the the line between light and dark is so very thin, and then she says, Let's cross it together, and you kind of get this sense of like, What does that mean? And then we kind of get the big detail that we are actually going to not only harness the power of light from the traveler, we are also going to use the power of darkness from mm -hmm. these evil beings and use it against them as well. Okay, um, so that introduces what they call stasis, which is a new ability that you'll be able to get during this expansion, and it's using darkness. It almost looks like like the bombs look like you're using like black glass shards that just shatter and explode over the enemies and shit. Um, it looks really, really cool, different, unique, you know, kind of new stuff that's coming out of it, but it looks really awesome. Um, they also announced the destiny content vault. So along with having Europa being there and having a new planet there, there is so much new content that they're packing out. They basically kind of said, we can't keep all of this stuff in one game anymore. So what they've kind of had released is the idea of the DCV, which is the destiny content vault. They're going to take classic, uh, stuff from destiny Two, meaning, uh, Mars, uh, IO, uh, all of these different planets that have been there since Titan plans since the beginning of the game, mm -hmm. um, their strikes missions, all that stuff. And then even classic content from destiny one. So the destiny one Cosmodrome, Venus, uh, Mercury, all of these different planets, they're going to take them and make them into one game that you can kind of go to, you can play, uh, relive classic, uh, classic adventures, do old raids and stuff like that too. And they're going to boost in the graphics and you can basically play a mesh together of destiny one and two content hmm. all that's kind of classic content and then they said that way on destiny two we have enough room to kind of keep pushing forward so anything that they call and consider classic content from that point on they'll just put into the vault because it's not any kind of a center point anymore so into like the main separate game download like a separate yeah. game free uh, I don't know if it's free Are necessarily. I don't think they're double dipping. I think that if you own the game itself, that you should be able to get it as they're well already. To, like, separate out their servers essentially yeah, is kind of basically, which yeah. is smart. You know, yeah. it's, it's a smart way to do it, it's and it's cool that they're incorporating the Destiny One stuff with Destiny yeah. Two. You can go one place and be like, I'm gonna do. I want to do the Leviathan raid from Destiny 2 and then all of a sudden be like, I want to do Vault of Glass now from Destiny 1 and you can do it all in one game and not have to switch up a bunch of shit. Yeah. So it's kind of cool that you can kind of have one home to do it. Um, free upgrades to Xbox Series X and PS5. It doesn't cost you anything else if you already own Destiny 2 and all of those uh, DLC and stuff. Mm -hmm. Your character and everything automatically just goes to it. Nice. They transfer from system to system so that's, that's already free and everything just goes. Good. So you don't have to rebuy your shit kind of a thing. People were worried about it. Um, um, we do know that now Destiny 2 will last until 2023 at least. I see. Um, and with that announcement also came the announcement of the next two fall expansions uh, and the names of which are uh, Destiny 2, The Witch King, or The Witch 
Queen, which comes out uh, fall 2021. Mm -hmm. That's the next big expansion for the following year. Yeah. Um, which is kind of leading to uh, the the Taken King that we fought in Destiny 1. This is his sister. Her name is Sabathun. And this is kind of all leading toward her vengeance and sort of kind of taking over things. And then the next big DLC in 2022 of fall of that year is called Lightfall. And that is kind of the culmination. I think that is what we're going to basically the war between light and darkness is starting at that point. Like we're kind of building our forces kind of leading there and we'll have some other sidetrack shit that leads to it. Mm -hmm. But once it actually gets to that point, like that, that expansion is like, we are literally starting the fight kind of a thing. Uh, okay. Gotcha. So we still have a couple years away until more yeah. content kind of comes down to the pike from that and whatnot. But it's really cool that they released that much information all at once within okay. just one day. But uh, yeah, season of arrivals is really, really fun. I'm, I already pre-ordered uh, the beyond light expansion for fall. Nice. I'm looking forward to it. It's been fun times. They've, they keep revamping and making the game better and better and better as it goes along. And there's no, no downside to it to me. I think it's really fun. And I don't nice. see any reason why anybody shouldn't at least give it a try for the free version. Heck yeah. Heck yes. Um, the uh, Lord of the Rings is going to be coming out with a mobile game. Really? Um, if you're into that kind of thing. It looks like uh, Warner Brothers just announced um, the mobile game that they're going to be doing. It's going to be taking place... Uh, during the same uh, timeline as the uh, Lord of the Rings movies, the, the trilogy, the Fellowship of the Ring, uh, that stuff, uh, all that jazz. What does uh, it play like? Does it say anything like it that? It doesn't say what its gameplay is going to be like. Uh, it does say, let's see, uh, it's going to be during the Third Age of Middle-Earth. Yeah. Um, it's going to be uh, from Sauron's defeat by the Last Alliance all the way until Gandalf uh, and the rest of them go to the Undying Lands. Uh, very little is known about the game right now. Um, What's it called? It is just called. It's called Lord of the Rings: Rise to War. Okay, is what it's going to be. Um, collaboration is with NetEase, uh, which is a Chinese uh, company, game development company, um, and just says that it's a mobile strategy game uh, featuring iconic characters and locations from the original trilogy. Very cool. So little little known right now, but Warner Brothers. Trying to trying to see what other games what that, that they've developed that, that, that way we kind of maybe figure out what what kind of to expect me fantasy westward journey online Ooh, kung fu panda three the mobile game shit <laughs> part of me wonders like I can kind of see this going a couple different directions if I'm not not basing off of this but just, just in in, in my head I kind of see it going the the route of uh, another popular franchise that's out right now that a lot of people advertise for. Uh, is that uh, that raid game, Raid Shadows Legends. Mm -hmm. So you basically collect champions and you use them to fight together against different raid bosses. And it kind of is like, not necessarily wave-based or anything like that, but you're building up your champions, leveling them up and stuff like I that. Um, I could see it kind of going that route. Like you're getting your champions and be like, oh, Aragorn's with me. Oh, yeah. now Frodo's here and stuff. And you use them that have unique abilities to fight different bosses, whether it be uh, different Orokai or something to that effect or whatever, or whatever they call their champions. Yeah. Um, What's that mobile game where they like? Is it like a Strike Force or something like that? When they're like one where like I saw a lot of like middle aged dudes playing it on their phone, where it's like military, like and you get like guns and and bases and stuff, and you put it all out there, and 
some that's, of the a, yeah, that's kind of very RTS like. So I, I could see that kind of maybe going that route. The other thing I was going to say I, that's kind of popular right now too is like like card games like uh, like Elder Scrolls has like Elder Scrolls Legends where you have different champions and it's all card based oh, and stuff like kind of a thing. Yeah, it's it's almost like playing like a mobile version of. Uh, Fuck, what's it called? Pokemon. No, well, Pokemon, or what's the other one? Magic. <laughs> oh, the Gathering. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. It's like a mobile version of Magic in a way. I, I could see them kind of doing something similar to that. You know, mm-hmm. like each character would have those unique abilities and stuff like that. You throw down, again, like the Aragorn card, and yeah. they'll say, like, Ranger, and it has this ability where he can, like, stealthily kill yeah. some other enemy or something like that or whatever. Yeah. So you might be able to get something like that. Yeah, with the. With Strider! The, <laughs> with the lean on the rise to war, it seems like it would be. Uh, some sort of uh, war strategy game. Yeah, like, like an RTS. I'm going to put my... Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like we were talking about. Yeah. That's what I see right now. But I, I, if it's that, I probably won't play it. But if it's anything else, I'll, I'll give it a shot. I'll give everything a shot. I really... I, I It depends. RTS is a really hit or miss for me. And yeah. it seems stu- stupid because there are some that are like, I really like. And then there's some that are like, oh, it's just like this. And I'm just like, yeah, but I don't know why. I don't care for it. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it takes it's, a certain, it's, just, it's, it's a certain thing that just kind of yeah. tweaks it the right way for you. Uh, I saw that, and it's not really a huge news because I kind of might have been expected Here's or something. News! <laughs> But uh, they did say officially that the the Obi Wan series is going to use the same visual effects technology that they used in the Mandalorian. Okay, it's like the wall, uh, like the yeah. That's that that's kind of like their 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 standard that the they're going to do yeah. for it. So anything that's that awesome. we got that we saw from their visual effects, like with the aliens and whatnot as yeah. well, that's all going to be the kind of same thing awesome. that they expect from Obi Wan, which is which is good to know that we are not skimping on anything. Yeah, um, love it. Yeah. Um, Matt Reeves has said uh, it's rumored he's working on the Batman movie. Ooh, I got this saved up here too. I don't know. Have they said that it was going to be a trilogy up to the point of this release? Did nope. you hear that before? Not at all. So this is the first time I heard it was a trilogy that, as well, potentially. More than the fact that they were going to potentially introduce a new Joker yes. was the fact that it was going to be a trilogy. I was like, wait, I, we're burying the lead a little bit here in that, like, <laughs> yeah, it's it's given that there's going to be a Joker probably. Yeah, but, but it was so, like, nonchalant, too, because it said something about the Joker in the article, and it was like, okay, I'll, I'll save this just so we could talk yeah. about it. But then if you start reading, it says, the Joker might be coming back in DC Comics movie for the Batman trilogy, as a new report indicates a new actor. And I was just like, whoa, 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 whoa. Trilogy? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm glad you caught the same thing I did. It was like, no, that's, I, so that's cool. That I, I'm glad that. No, I had no idea until I saw that. Okay. I mean, and we've got, like, it says, like, the cast, which we've already talked about, like, Colin Absolutely. Farrell as Penguin and whatnot as well. And then it kind of leads to believe they were talking about, like, uh, you know, we have, this is kind of in the same frame, uh, obviously, or same, uh, not World. not too sh- sh- not too far away from where the Joker movie was that we got. Like, it's, it's, you know, like it's- But I don't think Walking Phoenix will play him yeah. again unless it's for, like, I guess maybe a Joker, too, if you will. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I don't know that, like, who would we want as a Joker against this? Yes. That's what I wanted to kind of propose was... What does our Joker look like, and how old would he be too? Because we have uh, it's like a, such a, a it's such a to me it's such a, a, a broad array because we have you know 
Colin Farrell's a penguin, which makes sense because we need an older penguin. But yeah. it would be like a penguin that we get from. Kind of to me, get to like, me yeah. in, in back of my head, the penguin that I see the is Gotham. is the like Arkham City oh, penguin. Not yeah. not like he's short or anything like uh-huh. that. But I mean, like he's that like he's got like a fucking Coke bottle in his fucking you know, almost looking thing in as oh, a monocle. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm talking yeah. about? Like he's like a tough gangster kind of guy yeah. versus being like wah, 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 I'm, yeah. I'm feeble. Go fight him and stuff. Like he yeah. might be like I'm gonna fuck you up now, yes, kind of a thing. Absolutely. I kind of get that sense from that. But then we have like Paul Dano, who is a younger guy as well, matching the age of Robert Pattinson yes, absolutely. as our Riddler. Yeah. So we have somebody that's that age, you know, that's mm-hmm. uh, that's our Joker. So we have somebody else that's, that'd be like 30, 30 something, you know, like that, that yeah, we kind of have to. I, I was trying to think about this. Um, and. But I don't think we would, we would never get another Joker that's like somebody that's already like I was gonna say like Cameron McConaughey has played such a good Joker yeah but at the same time like we would never do it I don't, I don't think know. he would they would do that again no um oh, there's got to be somebody that's just but he's kind of of the wild. age that's what I'm trying to think of somebody that I would want do that somebody if this is following suit with he didn't have too much terribly to do in the storyline of the Long Halloween did he. Joker. The Joker. Uh, I think he was just one of many. Like he's yeah, not, he was one of many. But I think the whole thing kind of didn't like, hinge upon everything. Kind of hinged upon. Eventually, you found out like it's the crime family stuff. Crime family like, stuff. Yeah. But it all kind of sparked, sparked. I think from the Riddler, if I remember right. Mm. Like everything was kind of yeah, like his remember. brainchild. Oh, and the then, Calendar Man was really where they were hanging out. Maybe I don't remember. I mean, the killer was was. Part of the was, was the crime the family, family yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah, that's the whole center around that. Yeah, I, yeah, I can't remember. Gosh, because um, there I'm was a point to... in time where like he thought that like he was just kind of perusing down the list of all of the villains that he could possibly go to, Absolutely. kind of a thing. And then he gets to Joker, and then the Joker thing kind of is such a dead end. But he's not like a huge character at the same time. No. So, but you want somebody like he he in that comic, he's not like over the top crazy kind of a thing, really. Right yeah. then at that point in time, no. so you wouldn't have to have a Joker that's like over the top no you wouldn't have to um <laughs> i was just thinking about our our dream casting of something i put cat williams in something the other day what was it oh he was the the uh, goblin king in our <laughs> labyrinth <laughs> sequel uh, but you can put cat williams as your joker like just like just wild off the top uh out of out of the out of the world a little bit uh no i'd but somebody who could really chew it. But I want, I liked the way that um, Walking Phoenix took it seriously. I like the, I mean, I like, I like it when the joke is taken seriously, and he has been generally. I mean, it's not like there's not anybody that's played it goofy. I wouldn't say. I mean, Cesar Romero did. Jack goofy. Nicholson did a little bit goofy. Um, the guy that voices Goofy. Oh, William Defoe. Willem Defoe. You know, that'd be wild. Um, like the the concept that they went with it was making him look exactly like like Arkham City's yes. <laughs> like he, that's pretty good like from Arkham City like he looks like shit Absolutely. kind of a <laughs> yeah that's a pretty good idea um, but that, that's again like he's not of the same age obviously he's like no. thirty years older than the guy absolutely absolutely <laughs> oh I'm I'm just trying to think of. someone I forgot that that's a thing too Carmine Falcone's gonna be John Turturro <laughs> yes absolutely which that's where I was like um. Who's who do we got here? People's castings. It's like a Michael B. Jordan. Would it looked like cool. that, but I don't know if that that would play how that would play out. That's not Michael B. Jordan. It's Ooh, not. That's um. Who's that? Uh, that's he looks familiar too. That's uh, uh one of the brothers. Uh, 
the um, oh is that uh bill bill skarsgård yeah yeah that's who that is. that's joker uh um, joker joker's already been the clown we um, can't do that what'd you call what's his um sorry to bother you um oh yeah i know what you're talking about that guy yeah that would be good i would that's Who's who that? that looks like that's not looks like giant up oh maybe it is but that's um oh what's his name stanfield mm-hmm. uh that would be awesome that that's who i want He's a good get. Yeah, that'd be a really good get. He's, Frank, I like uh, him a lot. He, I want him to have more work because I like him. He reminds me of a young Johnny Depp before he like made different choices. Like he's a, a virgin kind of Johnny Depp. I could see him with makeup on too, like pulling on off really cool. Yeah, uh, like he could be not as psychotic as a uh, as as a as a Heath Ledger Joker. Yeah, but ride that line between where he's he's kind of goofier, but he's like still kind of really that psychomaniacal. He, he'd play like the the depressive side more of a manic depressive. Such a weird Batmobile. <laughs> uh, but I like that. That's a good get. Um, you had uh, you had thrown out um, Tila Tequila Halsey to do something uh, last week or a couple weeks ago too. Halsey would be a weird kind of joke joker. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ruby Rose would be a cool joker. I don't know uh, that you think that she... I was going to say, I don't know that she's going to want to come back to, well, to the DC. She that because she didn't like the... the She likes to in movies. It was the TV uh, schedule that made mm-hmm. her quit Batwoman. So, like, a, a, she could do TV, but... Probably a Batwoman shouldn't. What if, what if Robert Pattinson plays both Batman and the Joker? That'd be wild. <laughs> like he just doesn't take the mask off the entire movie as, as Batman. Yeah, he's just he's, he's no just the Batman, and, yeah. then, and then you see him as as the Joker. Especially so. if you don't have a that would be a bold statement if you didn't have a major Joker part in it, mm-hmm. and it was just kind of a, a little bit part, and you had that. I like that. Mm-hmm. Taylor Lautner. No. Not at all. <laughs> Just to bring back the... <laughs> bring Christian Bale back, have him be the Joker. That'd be kind of cool. That'd be really... That'd be a weird I think you'd do a kind of a thing. That'd be a cool Joker phase to do, too, uh-huh, with, to the, do with the, the, the stable one. Yeah. The, the new 52. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Johnny Depp. Young Johnny Depp with the makeup on. I, I don't, this is good content. I don't want. I was to, just talking. <laughs> like the, I don't, we've done this in so many episodes now, where we just keep talking about dreamcasting. I don't want Jim Carrey as the Joker. I don't want to not give Johnny Depp jobs, but I'm kind of tired of putting Johnny Depp in main roles like that. Like I want to get back to Johnny Depp doing indie film more. Not be it because because he was a good, a really good Pennywise and stuff. I think Bill Skarsgård just as an actor, he's got he's, good. he's got really good chops, and I think that he could play uh, weird, he could play a good weird. a good uh, Joker as well. Yeah. So that'd be cool. Rami too. Malik, Rami yeah. Malik would be really cool. He he does look very similar to uh-huh. this Joker from the from the Telltale series. Yeah, like there they are together, like enjoying each other's companies. Gustav Skarsgård, <laughs> all the Skarsgårds. Who's the guy who plays? Uh, what if they do that? The, Every Skarsgård brother, but they play him incrementally throughout the movie. You just see him randomly, but it's a different guy. <laughs> what's um? What's the guy from the Umbrella Academy? The one that I really oh, like. Oh, that plays. Uh, you know exactly. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. I forget his name. For you, as it is. Yeah. No, he's he he'd be a good get too. Because he's just kind of kind of in a like a what the fuck is his character's name? Flamboyant kind of way, be a Joker. I think. It's we're we're bad at names. We're we're like that guy, you know that guy. Where are you? He's not even there. He's right there. Robert Sheehan. Yes, Klaus. Klaus. Yes. Yes. What number is Klaus? 
I don't know. Is he six? Uh, Klaus would No, be, he's not six. Robert Sheehan would be Is he four? awesome somewhere in the Batman universe. I've never seen him with short hair. That's weird. Uh-huh. Like that, anyway. He up. He <laughs> yeah, he pretties up real well. Um, also, who's the who's the guy from uh, Fantastic Beasts? The main guy. Oh, yep. He would be because he's a really good character actor. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he could take on something a little more psychotic like that. He takes Newt in a really good direction. Yes. Like uh, that. That I've never read. Fan- oh, I, I read the first Fantastic Beast yeah. stuff, but uh, which is just like a textbook, right? Like, basically, kind of- yeah. It's it's just a play. Yeah. Um, but I, I think he plays off that character really well. Yeah, I like the way that he does. More of an Asperger's autism type of very much so thing. And yeah. he did like he was good in the Danish Girl as the the trans character, and um, yeah. Uh, no, I was going to say, it can, it'd be kind of hard to pull somebody else back from another Batman movie, but it would be really cool to get, uh, what's his face as Joker? Uh, so good with names. I know. I can't think of it right. It's from 20 day, Days Later. What's his name? I don't know. He's from, He played Scarecrow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Uh-huh. Yep, there Red he eye. is. Red Eye. Yep. Uh-huh. Cillian Miller, Cillian, Cillian Murphy, my my man crush. <laughs> I'd touch his butt. <laughs> Only his butt, though. Mm-hmm. Um, no yeah. more, no less. I I like so trilogy Joker. A lot of cool stuff happening with Batman. Uh, Star Wars, Star Wars Squadrons. Uh, the upcoming EA Star Wars game uh, had a new trailer that came out you for it and things. everything. So you have flying things in it. Looks really cool, like story-driven flying things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm excited. We talked about this a little bit before. If this was because this was kind of softly announced that we was going to get another squadron-esque <laughs> type of game. game. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we got the full-on like it is Star Wars Squadrons. Uh, it probably will not debut until 2021. I see. It seems like um, in earlier 2021, but I'm, I'm always a sucker for the squadron games. I loved Rogue I mean, Squadron back in the day. Yeah. Um, I thought it was really cool, and I like having like this whole like cinematic aesthetic and appeal to it to where we're actually going to get story content yeah. behind the pilots and stuff like that. Seems like they're taking, like EA was gradually going from Battlefront to then Battlefront 2 had that little mini story in there. I think this it, is kind of like blowing up that part of it. I think after they got to the point where so many people were, so many people were opposed to Battlefront. They thought it was a great multiplayer title, but then they were like, "You're just raping us for money, basically." The transactions. Yeah, the microtransactions were killing them. And then the same thing I with never, Battlefront Two. I never paid anything. I know, but so many people like wanted to to be able to get the certain characters. And whenever Battlefront Two came out, you could only get certain like Jedi or Sith characters by having those like certain amount of money and people like calculated it where it was like an astronomical amount of hours that you would have to play to be able to get this. Or you could be like, here's 20 bucks. Give me Darth Vader, please. And then people basically just kind of broke down and did it. It was like, I don't know that I'm going to be able to play this game that long because I want to experience it. I'm just going to go ahead and pay this extra. And people were pissed off about it so much that like their sales tanked. They don't have any free will. They're like, I'm mad at you because I need to pay twenty dollars yeah. to play Darth Vader. Well, they tanked it, but then it's, it was just like a little. It was asking a bit much, and not necessarily that. I mean, you paid sixty dollars for a game, and then they were like, "Hey, you could play this game for like three thousand hours to get this character." But or, doesn't Mortal Kombat drop out new characters every couple of months that you got to pay ten bucks for? Probably. 
uh, for you pay, I think it's like the season passes like 10 bucks for it and you get oh, like you get six the, characters per pack kind the of whole a thing. season pass. The whole season pass for everything is 10 bucks. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I mean, they're they're giving out shit left and right. I was thinking like like, like Overwatch. You look at that format that yeah. they have from them. They you paid the one price for the game of sixty dollars, and every character they've ever put out after after that, every update they've ever had, every new map, everything yeah. you get, you get for free. Gotcha. I'm not saying that they have to give out the stuff for free. I mean, look at Destiny's format. Yeah. They don't give out you know Before all their stuff for free. And, no, but I mean, like you don't have to pay for the stuff because you can work for things to get specific yeah. items and whatnot that you want to get for it and stuff. Work the amount of time that they were asking you. To they work were asking a lot of amount of time. I got. I'm, like I'm saying, like in Destiny, I could probably put in like if there's an exotic that I want and I, or something that I don't want to pay for to level up my character or something like that instead of paying them like yeah. X amount of dollars to do stuff. If I put in a couple of days worth of work, I could get to that point to where I want to be versus 3000 hours, unlock one character kind of I thing. So they broke down they did that. They added in like the story content for mm-hmm. two. Um, they gave out a bunch of free updates and stuff like that too. And I think that whenever they saw that people were like kind of taking that shine to that story content, that's what kind of really opened them up to being like, maybe we should really pursue just a story based game. Yeah. And then that leave it at that kind and of that's thing. Where they ended up with this. Yeah, and I think it's kind of working Is there out. Is really well. you get to play both sides of it? It looks like to you. Yeah. Is that what you kind of got yeah. the vibe from it? Yep. I don't know if you'll get to pick like I'm gonna pick the bad guys to play as and or finish out the story, or you just kind of play in the story and yeah. they're like, all right, well now they're gonna kind of interact. Gotcha. You know? I think that just kind of seems like how it goes, but I'm yeah. I'm I'm all in for it. It seems really awesome. I like flying games, but I will gladly hear about it from you. I will tell you all about it. <laughs> um, other Star Wars news. Uh, we they announced that we're getting an Empire Strikes Back anthology book um, in the same vein that we had uh, recent, uh, I guess, probably a couple years back, we had gotten a book called From a Certain Point of View, um, which was a Star Wars book uh, done by a bunch of different authors, and it was telling uh, stories from A New Hope uh, from different characters that weren't your main character. So it would kind of be like the scene in the at the like the spaceport from the from just a random uh, patron of the bar or something mm-hmm. like that might be telling stories about what's going on. Something I thought was a really neat idea. I never got to read it yet. I own it because um, I was like, I like that idea. That would be cool. And I like short stories better than long stories generally anyways to read. Um, so this will be the second in that, uh, that kind of series. And they're going to be doing Empire Strikes Back on it. Really so cool. That'll be coming out, I think, later this year, if I'm not mistaken, um, to be determined what the actual release date is. But um, from a certain point of view, the Empire Strikes Back, forty story or forty stories celebrating forty years is what they had that. So I imagine they'll do this again in a couple of years for Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi for it as well. But awesome. Mm-hmm. I only have one other really big story to talk okay. about. You have any other smaller me, ones you want to hit up, or not smaller, but you know, I mean, you know, you know that I know what you mean. <laughs> um, yeah, I do actually have a couple of different things. One, uh, if you're a fan of Thirty Rock, uh, they are going to be returning for another episode on NBC. Uh, like most things, there's, they're doing a, a kind of a Zoom reunion show with an mm-hmm. actual script, and they're going to be playing the characters. In the Thirty Rock fashion, uh, that's going to be airing on NBC. Love me Thirty Rock. I do too. I love the the whole thing about it. Is just the whole cast is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. I don't have an air date for that yet. Um, and then we are getting a, a team up uh, of our Dumb and Dumber uh, faves, Jim Carrey and Jeff Daniels, 
uh, are going to be reuniting for a new project. Jim Carrey's got a new uh, kind of biography book coming out called Memoirs and Misinformation, uh, which is kind of just a collection of different stories of his life. And Jeff Daniels is going to do, going to be uh, narrating it for the audiobook. So awesome. I just thought it was kind of cool that they were teaming up for something. Um, I'd be interested in kind of hearing yeah, uh, for sure. Jim Carrey's uh, biography and kind of how all that ties together. And um, I've only got one more thing. What is it? PlayStation 5. What is that? That goofy-ass-looking tower thing that I, I was like, oh, where's that going to work on anything? I saw it laying down, though, and um, I'm, I'm down with laying down. I don't like the way it looks standing up, but I can I can handle it laying down. A shadow. I made a, I made a post about it. This is our most popular post now. Woot? More popular than Matt Jackson? More popular than Matt Jackson. Uh, you see how many people that we've got that have, have commented on it. We have 13 unique comments wow. about this. I said to the to the public, here it is. Describe it. You, describe its look using only one word. Uh-huh. To which we got uh, our 13 unique comments. I'm going to load them up here real quick. I was not prepared as I should have been. Uh, Ivan Williams says, I'm going to get that for my birthday. That's not one word. <laughs> Parker Irwin said, uh, imagine playing on a Wi-Fi router. Kind of like a Wi-Fi router. Yep. I can follow that. Uh, Thomas Wagner said, uh, binder. Bender. Looks like a binder. A bender. Maybe. A bender. Like bender like the robot? I think binder is what he was going for. Oh, like a like binder. Like a binder. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, I guess bender would be with an E. Yeah. Spelling's hard for me. <laughs> Josh Smith said, a hard pass. <laughs> Uh, Joe Navarro said meow. Yep, I've I've seen the the cat mm-hmm. things for it a few times. Uh, Josiah Reynolds said Wi-Fi router. Yep. Got another router here from yep. Jeremy Joseph. Uh, Javier, I don't know how to pronounce your last name. I'm sorry. Uh, said it looks like Kaiba from uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. I was like, that which like it, it definitely right? definitely yeah. it does. And another router from Thomas Wagner who already said binder earlier. But uh, but we like all the comments and I appreciate all of Across them very the board, much. So everybody thinks it's a router. Everything it does it looks like very much so like a router <laughs> standing up. <laughs> the white and blacks of it all, like I think that that's part of it a lot. Like I'm not a big fan of the white. Uh, I don't know. I'm not a fan. Of, I'm not a fan of the white sticking out so much further. I wish it was just kind of flush. If yeah. anything else, kind of. Um, I saw some renders of an all black with like the black and then the blue is still okay. where the blue is at and it looks really sleek that way. Nice. So part of me kind of hopes and it may actually just hold off a little bit until maybe we do get like an all black edition um i'm all in for the digital edition i like my the xbox one Mm -hmm. s that i have out there that has no the the no disc slot since everything i do is in digital anyways it's just kind of a no-brainer check that out and it's also going to cost a little less i bet backwards capabilities which they haven't officially said anything still yet right like you're still open on exactly how it's going to be backwards compatible like they still haven't officially said it's going to take discs or it's yeah. going to not take discs. Or but I will tell you out of my library that I have over here, there are certain amount of games that are on there that I probably would be okay with rebuying and just to have it digitally, yeah. just to have it ready to go. And if anything, you know, just, just to have it there. But they're not going to come out with the PlayStation 1 Frogger and Frogger 2 Swampy's Revenge. <laughs> 
Yes, but this is what I'm saying before that I explained to you. Like, think like the Xbox 360, they do their titles and everything's backwards compatible, but their everything backwards compatible is certain titles that were not necessarily triple A, but I mean, they were, they were, they were not big. No, some of them aren't big games. They were bigger games, we'll say. So something like that game might not be a backwards compatible game for them. It just, I'm not buying this. It depends on how much. If I can't play Frogger, I'm not buying it. It depends on how much, uh, how and much, how many, yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> it depends on like kind of almost user feedback at that point. Like yeah. how many people actually bought this game? How many people would be willing to? You're kind of look at the like ET the, and the Green Planet. If they, if if I can't play my version of ET and the Green Planet, I'm not buying it. So that's what I'm saying. Like you're going to compare sales to like Final Fantasy VII, we'll say, like the PS1 Final yeah. Fantasy VII to ET and the Green Planet. They're going to look at those two. They're going to say, oh, this one sold like 12 million copies. Sold this 12. one sold like 12. So we're probably not going to put that one on here. We're going to go with the one that sold more. So that, that's that's kind of I think the area they're going to look at. They're not just going to they're not going to be able to convert all like the the famous PlayStation Three fat boy yeah i, I mean hopefully it's that that That's is the case for because otherwise i'm not buying this fucker but at the same time i don't know are you not gonna buy this fucker <laughs> yeah if it doesn't do that i have no reason to i mean uh, let's see if we can I get have... some reasons too though uh yeah, give me some reasons what about some first party titles let's hit up some first party boys Tell me about these. astro's playroom i don't even know what that is so astro is a famous little robot character that came out on the playstation 4 uh you can play with him vr inside the playroom uh he is just a unique quirky little party game kind of a thing that they have for it i like him what about destruction all-star don't know that seems like familiar. a kind of like a combat 4v4 battle royale esque not type of game, combat in similar vein to that of like Overwatch. I don't think that doesn't seem like something I'm interested. What in about either. Returnal? 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 I don't like, like Eternal, but with a re. Yeah, I don't like Returnal. <laughs> uh, I'm not really too sure what this is. Seems okay. like a sci-fi epic in in that kind of a sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, there's not really too much story driven things that I was oh, able to I pull see. from it. Um, Sackboy. No. You're famous with Sackboy? You no. know, or you know you know who he is? Not familiar. A little Big Planet? You ever hear of that? Yeah, so the, the brown guy? Brown Boy. Brown sure. Brown Boy is Sackboy. Okay. Uh, he's got his own solo game coming out called Sackboy, oh. A Big Adventure. I, I, you know how things, when they go solo, sometimes it doesn't work out for them. I think this is basically a Little Big Planet, but it's all basically like an action platformer like a la like mario kind of in that sense yeah but it's just going to be instead of like designing your own levels kind of things like what the whole you know kind of niche thing was with with little big planet i think it's that but without the the level building element so they're just going to build a big game that's kind of like a big adventure thing for it like a yoshi's yarn world yeah for sure kirby yeah it's it's going to look like like a little big planet three in Uh a way but but you know that kind of a thing where it's more story driven gotcha uh gran turismo 7 officially coming out i don't like cars i I don't even drive them you don't drive a car (laughs) you commute here (laughs) i'd bike he biked here. Uh, Demon Souls, uh, Demon Souls uh, remaster is coming out. This looks really polished. It looks really good. Um, this is the the game that kind of spurred the Souls franchise. Uh, this this like is the Dark Souls. This is this was Dark Souls before Dark Souls was even a thing. Um, Demon Souls came out on PlayStation Three, I believe. Um, and like I said, this was that was so kind of Dark Souls is that fresh. Like it's not something that's been on for 
decades. Like it's nope. it's a it's PlayStation Three, PlayStation Four. Yep. Game. Okay. Yeah, it's it's a relatively new, uh, like a whole kind of thing itself. Yeah. Um, but Demon Souls uh, wasn't crazy popular, but I think there was enough, like obviously enough of a fan base has picked up from Dark Souls on that they warranted enough to pick this kind of back up. I think they're going to redo the mechanics of the game and kind of give it Dark Souls esque mechanics as far as fighting is concerned, um, and then somewhat similar to that um like i said the polish behind it looks really really good for for a remaster as far as that's concerned it's not a ground up remake though so um uh then we've got uh, ratchet and clank new sequel ratchet and clank rift apart um i played i think up your arsenal <laughs> and that one uh was re- is a really fun game it has like a they have like a bunch of unique weapons i think that's kind of the big like turn to the game um but it plays very much like a jack and dexter in that kind of the same like sense yeah i think so like one of the guns that you get into it is uh they have a gun that you can you can shoot at the enemies and it turns them into sheep Mm. um and you have to utilize that to uh they turn them into sheeple and then uh you utilize that to do kind of like some light puzzle solving as well you like shoot them in some light puzzling shoot them into the sheeps and then you have to herd the sheep into an area so that way they can like pressure plate down a thing to get into the next area kind of a thing Uh um so i I think you would enjoy it uh it looks like a really good game uh marvel's spider-man miles morales this i could be interested in this is uh if i finish the first game so this is kind of like a light sequel to the first game this isn't a full-fledged game um it's not a full-fledged game no, this is like a like a thirty dollar title. This oh, is this really? is kind of like whenever they had Infamous Second Son, mm-hmm. and then they had the the Last Light or whatever that game was. Mm-hmm. That was kind of it, it was it's just like an, a one off. Could to have it. been a DLC, but it yeah, also, it's like, basically exactly what this is. Okay. This is like, but they're making it specifically for using like the PlayStation Five engine, um, and and the similar why graphics. Why they didn't and just go full on out? I don't know. I think that they just had this story, like and they're using the launch. same stuff, and they wanted it as a launch title, and maybe didn't have time for it. You think? Or? No idea. I just feel like you're kind it's, of it's just short, a, like it's the just Miles a, Morales character. It's, kind of it's just a, a, a one-off kind of just push-off point thing that they're kind of doing with it. It's like you're finally getting a Miles Morales game, but they're like, mm, not a whole game. We're yeah. Gonna, we're going to give you half game. Yeah, basically. Mm. I think it'd probably be like I think the the initial game that you can play now for Marvel Spider Man is roughly like a thirty to forty hour experience, okay. and you're probably going to get like a ten to fifteen out of this. Unless they drop like a cool like part two DLC or something that comes with maybe, it. maybe. Like, but I I don't know if that'll be a thing. Like I said, they, they said that this isn't necessarily. Don't think of it as an afterthought, but this because this is a unique story and everything. Yeah. But at the same time, it isn't a full fledged game. Think of like you know just this is just kind of a step off from. The the initial Spider-Man mm-hmm. game. That's kind of um, disappointing. Then we have uh, Horizon Forbidden West. Yes. The sequel to Zero not, Dawn. Not what I called it at all. It wasn't what I thought the title was What did you be. think it was going to be? Uh, I thought we were going to do like Solo Sun or like it was going to be like a, a, a number. A number. It. You were going to go from zero uh, to one. To one. Uh-huh. And then do like a sun thing again like where it, you know, it was Dawn and then it'd be like you know, something like that. Trailer's looking really, really good. Yeah. It got a lot of like jungle mountain esque yeah. regions and stuff like that, which makes water. me kind of, like, yeah, it makes me kind of excited to kind of get a little bit of a different, you know, breath of life into that. But What's the polish on this looks. Francisco kind of area. You see the Bay Bridge and yeah. whatnot. And then this, uh, like I said, this whole area just seems like it's really beautiful. The PlayStation 5 mechanics with that gorilla engine mm-hmm. making this new game, it just 
a whole layer of polish that I didn't yeah. think could possibly happen, but it looks really, really good. Um, so we got uh, some other titles, indie titles. We got some. Uh, we got some other third-party titles that were announced as well. To uh, indies, we've got Bug Snacks. Oh, I love Bug Snacks. Uh, this is a whimsical narrative-driven adventure from the creators of Octodad. Uh, <laughs> Investigate the mystery of sna- mysterious Snack Tooth Island, home of the legendary half bug, half snack creatures. Oh, it is an indie. I didn't. For I sure. didn't see. The, I didn't see this trailer. So that's us. I don't know what that is. I just wanted to write it down. Uh, we have Kina Bridge of the Spirits. Uh, it's like kind of an action adventure game uh, with uh, combined combines like your exploring. Uh, all these different new big regions with like a lot of fast paced combat kind of look like. I see. Um, little De- little devil inside, uh, set in a Victorian like era. Uh, you get to embark on dangerous missions to gain evidence and uh, find for that you find for your employer a mysterious professor. Gotcha. All these sound like like super indie titles. Uh-huh. The pathless, a, mysti- a, a mythical tale of an archer and an eagle in a vast forest who ventures to a mystical island. And there's a lot of fucking mystical islands. That's in. It is. Mystical Legend islands. of the Mystical Island. They saw that the Horizon's new game was going to be kind of a like, mystical shit, island. all in on the islands! <laughs> we like islands. Uh, Stray looks really cool and cute. Uh, little cat in a futuristic walled city, devoid of life. Befriends a sentient, a sentient drone. Uh, the cat has to find its way home, perhaps uh, help the city alone, uh, out on its way. Huh. Um, the third-party titles, some of them which we already kind of knew, uh, <laughs> the biggest thing was uh, the, how, how they started off their conference was uh, had the PlayStation, the new swirling PlayStation Studios logo, and then the Rockstar logo, and because we've been getting so much news about Rockstar doing GTA 6, we thought yeah. maybe we were going to get the first teaser trailer or something uh-huh. for it, and everybody, I see so many reactions of people about like, yes, yes, online, and then it shows the thing, and then you see Michael from GTA 5, and then they say it's GTA 5, and they're like, fuck, no, 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 <laughs> so we get GTA 5 again on another console somehow, this is turning into Skyrim basically yeah <laughs> all over again we're gonna get it on everything it's, gonna, it's just gonna live it's live spanned three generations now yeah. we have xbox 360 ps3 ps4 xbox one and yeah. then now on the new gen so and that's uh all of these are now actually these third-party titles are officially going to be on both consoles some of which are going to start off as an exclusive for like six months nine month period before it transfers over to xbox mm-hmm. um some of which are actually just same day launch okay um that one is obviously same day launch mm-hmm. um ghostwire tokyo uh, it's from Bethesda. Uh, this is new Shinji Mikami game. He is the guy that developed Devil May Cry, um, the original Resident Evils. This is kind of his new baby. It looks really, really awesome. It's just kind of like a really futuristic, kind of cyberpunky in a way. Um, uh, in in Japan, story driven action combat game. Kind of a think of like like. Uh, Fuck, I can't think of what it's called. Yakuza mixed with kind of like a, like a cyberpunky flavor to it okay. in a way. Gotcha. Um, it looks really cool, really unique. Um, it is a PS5 exclusive um, for a, a limited window as well. Um, Godfall. I'm not really too sure. I, I think to I've look seen at this one. Um, that that was one that like the artwork kind of looked interesting to me. 
um, but it it didn't really catch my fancy as I yeah. as I kind of watched the trailer on. I, it says uh, I've got like a little brief. It says like you're the last of the Valorian knights, mm-hmm. godlike warriors um, that who are able to equip or, equip valor plates, legendary armor sets that transfer the wielder into unstoppable masters of melee combat. I think what I've heard from this is they they quoted this as being the quote unquote destiny killer, kind of similar to how they did with Anthem. Hmm. Like it was supposed to be that kind of like you know like you have uh, three different types of character classes that you can pick oh, from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the massive world with a unique story and stuff and it's supposed to kind of melt, melt, uh, take over uh destiny in a way but anthem kind of <laughs> anthem kind of fell really flat on that yeah was for honor supposed to do that as well is that kind of the same setup no for honor was it, it, that is actually just like a combat game like it's it's like a, a team like a 4v4 type of a thing oh, I see. it has character classes and stuff like that but it has a lot of different things but it was oh. kind of i don't there's not really too much that's like that game i think it was supposed to just be a lot bigger than what it was and oh. then it just kind of fell flat they ended up getting like you can like buy that game for probably like 15, 20 bucks now. And you get all of its DLC with it included. And that's like tons of shit that they just released eventually for free. I see. (coughs) Uh, death loop from arcane studios. These are the people that made, um, Oh my God! I'm your mama's house. This is the from the studio that made your mama's house. Uh, Arcane Studios. This is a. They showed this at E3 last year. The trailer was uh, an African American gentleman and, and I think an African American lady. Um, they're constantly going through these different scenarios, finding each other and killing each other, and mm-hmm. the person wakes up and they have to find the other guy and kill them. Oh. Like literally a quote unquote death loop. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't, I can't think. I can I can see the game in my head, but I don't know why I can't think of the Arc. name of the game. No, not Arc. Uh, Arcane Studios makes it though. It's Bethesda and Arcane. I forget what the name of the game or the name of the game is right now off the top of my head. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, probably the biggest one to me anyway that I wanted to talk about is uh, Resident Evil Village, which was announced from Capcom, yeah. and I'm so really this excited for this. This is eight. So Village would be your V I L L. So they, uh, your five or your your clever V and then your three uh, I L L would be your threes I there. I didn't see that. Um, so Resident Evil Village is, I think, technically still in the same vein of following suit with the same virus that we have now that is from Resident Evil Seven mm-hmm. that you see with the family. Yep. Um, now has spread out to different areas. This is supposed to be, I think, a couple years later, and you are, I think, playing as Chris Redfield mm-hmm. in this uh, in this village, trying to kind of uncover its secrets and, and, and like a multiplayer, like a co-op, right? Like, um, did I read I, that? Is that legit? Did I? I'm not sure. Make that up. I, if it's co-op, that'd be really kind of cool. I, think, I don't know if it is supposed I to might be, be right on that. Um, but they know that the the look and play to the game is supposed to be that of like a Resident Evil Seven. So you're not going to be third person. It is it is a first person game oh, again as well. Um, so to have a, a co-op Resident Evil game being in first person would be really a total change for them, and and really quite unique, which would be kind of cool. Um, I'm excited for this. I really, really enjoyed Resident Evil 7. Um, I liked the story content, kind of where we're going with it. I might have lied. I'm not seeing it anywhere. And um, 
I don't know if we're going to see any more of the main character from this game as, as well. Like if we're going to kind of get that, that character back at all, kind of for more story sake, but that'd be really kind of cool to kind of have him come back as well. Um, kind of paired up with Chris to kind of help him out or something. Maybe if it does do co-op or something, maybe that's kind of the tie into it instead okay. of having like your male lead, female lead, maybe it'll be two male leads in this one. You'll have Chris and you'll have the, the main character from seven that you play yeah. it as. Um, but that's uh, that's about the wrap up of it. Obviously, like we've seen the the console itself, um, a really unique, sleek design. We have two different versions of it. Uh, we already had seen the con- controller before, which mm-hmm. we talked about at length, and we also have some other peripheral that we got uh, showcased with it as well. Like uh, it has a remote as well that looks really nice to me. I think yeah. it's a very clean, a kind clean. of ovaly thing, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah, and then uh, we've got a new headset as well, uh, charging docks and stuff, all things that were licensed from PlayStation. Yeah. Obviously, we've talked about it before. Still no price. They're kind of they look like they kind of competing back and forth. They're trying to kind of figure out who's doing what as far as price goes for the rumored prices. I still think this is going to be roughly five to $600. I've heard anywhere between 400 to like almost $800 that people are kind of rumoring right now at seven, but that's just a, a holding number is what I had. Heard okay. So I'm not, I'm not really, I'm not really certain. And the, the, like the price, they've never done anything for Microsoft yet either, but I've been hearing nothing but think, five for that. Basically. I think the president of PlayStation had said, it's not going to be as high as that. It's yeah. not going to be 700. Um, on that, but what you know? What's your general like? If you were to sum it up in a sentence, you know, how do you feel about PlayStation, and also how do you feel about it versus what you know about the new Xbox now? Um, PlayStation to me is—it's not going to be just a sentence. This is going to suck. PlayStation to me is the home of exclusives, and more so than what Xbox has for sure. Um, as far as console power goes, it is more than statistically proven that Xbox is still kind of the home for the better console. It is more of a powerhouse behind it as far as it goes. And if I'm picking between the two, whenever it comes out for launch, I will still go with the Xbox. Um, Mm -hmm. Simply for the fact that... um, I play more third-party indie titles and and Xbox titles, and I play more online on Xbox than anything else because um, Xbox Live's online is vastly superior to me than the PlayStation Network stuff. Not that it's bad, but it's just it, it to me it just kind of outperforms it. I think the server uh, performance is just it's it speaks volumes over over that of Sony's. Mm-hmm. Um, so between the two, I'm still kind of leaning toward that direction, but. Because the exclusives and the games on PlayStation are so good, and they're so I, it's, there's so many good story-driven content story uh, games that are on the PlayStation that I love and I adore. I will still get this eventually for sure, um, but it's not the top of my tier list as far as the two go. You know, yeah. I'll probably get the Xbox beforehand, but um, I'll definitely still be picking it up. It's it's not completely lost to me. Cool. What about you? Um, I, I definitely am always going to be a PlayStation person over an, over an Xbox. I think I've spent too much time with PlayStation and never owned an Xbox, um, to say that I would go over to the Xbox world at all. Um, I'm with you. I like the exclusives that come with it. I like Mm -hmm. the Spider-Mans. I like the Horizons. Um, now Kingdom Hearts is an exclusive, so that was kind of... Yeah. It was always my thing that chained me yeah. to that was like I'm a chain a, of memories. Even, it was my chain of memories. Uh, Did you listed there? You got like you said, 
I mean, you've already named so many great exclusives, but that's not it. I mean, you've got Jack and Dexter that's tied to that. Yeah, They're exclusive to that. Ratchet and Clank Uncharted series is all mm -hmm. tied to that. God of War. Yeah, There's so yeah, many classics that are on there that they have as a stepping yeah. off point to making it such an amazing console. And it's not, I'm not mm -hmm. saying that it's not going to be powerful because it looks yeah. like it's going to be almost right up there with it. But just to me for what I, the amount of console time that I actually play, it's just more logical for me to pick the other one first before yeah. that one. I feel really <laughs> dumb. I'm a UI guy. I love user interfaces. Like when a new app comes out, yeah. I want it immediately. Cause I want to, you want to see UI. what it looks like. Yes, like, absolutely. That's where I'm at. Like I'm a big yeah. UI nerd. nerd. So, to me, that's like would probably be the biggest reason for me to switch yeah. to a five is like I want to check out the user interface. I yeah, and see that's I hope that that's polished a little bit more than the fours. It's not that it's it's, it's not that I dislike the PS4's UI in general. Sucks, I just am not as big of a fan of it. And Xbox has just changed theirs. They change theirs so frequently that it and it keeps getting better every single time yeah. by leaps and bounds. Yeah, and I've seen like what their fall update is supposed to look like mm -hmm. uh, for the Xboxes, and it's so fucking clean. Yeah. it looks amazing amazing awesome. to me and i'm just like this is this is just another step up and it was just like the fall update's gonna look like this i bet that's gonna be very similar to what we'll get from the series x if not maybe the same to kind of keep that yeah you know similar in the family kind of a thing but it, it looks really sharp to me from the pictures that i've seen for it i'm really I've, we've not really got to see much as far as the gameplay for a ui and stuff like that goes yeah. for the ps5 but yeah i've heard the customization on it's supposed to be good i'm i'm expecting it to look clean that's and a lot of people shit on like like the switch is UI, but I think it's such a clean, unique okay. looking design. I, I like the. I want Switches a little UI. more freedom than it gives me. Yes, I, I think like I think if if you were able to kind of move things around a bit for sure. Well, especially since like well, and you you might have this in your household as well. I've got three people sharing the same switch, and I'd like to be able to customize the view based on user like. I think that would be cool. It's yeah. like I would I would have my folders like you do on a PlayStation or yeah. probably on an Xbox as well. Yeah. Um, but I will I will sum up my, my PlayStation review with I will only be buying this depending on the backwards compatibility sure. out the gate. But a God of War two or whatever it would be called will be the reason why I buy this game if the backwards compatibility yeah. is at their day one. Because I I haven't finished Horizon Zero Dawn. I will finish it at some point. I really like that game a lot. A Miles Morales half game doesn't really drive much for me because I haven't finished the originals, sure. the, the first Spider-Man. But a God of because that has quickly become my favorite game. And if you were like, you should play this game because it, it has the similar gameplay to God of War, then I would be like, yes, I will do that immediately because that is my new standard for awesomeness. Like, yeah. it was always Kingdom Hearts for me, mm -hmm. just because I liked the story and everything, but I really liked the gameplay for it, too. I liked the hack and slash of it and whatnot. But, and I've liked the God of War games originally, but that, that God of War game, the eight, 2018 or whatever that came out, that game was like, oh. So, and we already know Santa Monica has already said that this is a trilogy. Yeah. They've so, said it's a trilogy. We know they're working on two. My thought behind this is that I think 2021 mm -hmm. E3 We'll get an announcement and then maybe a 2022 release date, you think so? okay. something like that. I think so, that that'll be kind of the window that they're working with. We know that they, they've actually, they've saved Santa Monica said that they've been working 
exclusively on PS5 tech. Nice. This whole game's been built up from the PlayStation 5 specs. It's going to run on a PS5. Mm-hmm. We know that, it, like, without a shadow of a doubt, they've been working on this for yeah. almost a year and a half now, basically. Absolutely. that's As soon as they dropped that one, that game came out, they did whatever DLC stuff that they had yeah. to do for it, and after that was done, it immediately went straight, that team went straight back on to working for the next ones, because so, they knew it was such a, going to sell so well, but, I mean, it outperformed what they had already Outside of an exclusive Kingdom Hearts game that only comes out for PlayStation, because I already said the mm-hmm. the, the the new one, yeah, Switch sounds kind of cool for that. Um, outside of that, or a brand new Jack and Daxter game, like that God of War game, will be the reason why I buy a PlayStation Five if mm-hmm. I can't go backwards compatibility, because that's reason enough for me right there. But mm-hmm. I dig it. I feel New Zealand. Mm-hmm.